We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. The Critical Role Podcast, brought to you by Geek and Sundry, with special permission from Vox Machina. the critical role. Let's get into those intros, shall we? Pike grew up in the outskirts of town, near the Bramblewood. Her ancestors were a family of deep gnomes with quite an unfavorable reputation. Thievery, destruction, and trickery left them with the curse of the last name, Trickfoot. Saren Ray, the goddess of healing and redemption, had other plans for Pike's great-great-grandfather, Wilhand, who left his family at a young age after a dream. A dream that changed the course of the Trickfoot family. Wilhand devoted his life to Saren Ray and pledged from then on that him and his family would live a life of service and devotion. As a child, Pike seemed to have an affinity to heal. Whether it was animals, people, or even flowers, she felt she had a purpose in making things whole that had once been broken. She studied and learned the ways to heal through divine magic. She lived a peaceful life. Quiet and simple, until one day, Wilhand was captured and almost killed by a group of Goliath barbarians. One of the Goliaths took a stand against the murder of the innocent gnome, and he himself was beaten, bloodied, and left for dead, abandoned by his herd. Wilhand went to Pike for help. She prayed and healed this barbarian as best she could, bringing him back to life. When he awoke, she discovered his name was Grog Stonejaw. After that, they were the best of friends, a rather unlikely pair. Little did she know that in a few years' time, Grog would soon return the favor and bring her back from the clutches of death. After being killed in battle, Pike felt angry. She wanted to be stronger so that it would never happen again. She spent four months at sea, training with the men and women aboard a ship called the Broken Howl. Gripping her holy symbol in one hand, and her morning star in the other, this time, Pike is ready. Alright guys, so, getting to the game at hand. So, a little overview for the story. Um, The party has been sent to the city of Craghammer through a friend of theirs named uh, Arcanist uh, Alora Vysorin. She's 
uh, a good friend of hers and a folk hero throughout the land known as Lady Kima Avord, who's a halfling paladin of Bahamut, has gone missing. She went on a vision quest as part of a pilgrimage she's been on for the past year and sensed a dark evil brewing far beneath the city of Craghammer, disappeared into the city and hasn't been seen for weeks. So Arcanist uh, Alora asked the party, hired them essentially, to go and see her whereabouts. Upon getting to Craghammer, they interacted with some of the local characters, eventually found themselves uh, talking to Lord Nostok Greyspine, who owns the mines uh, and runs the mines at the very bottom of Craghammer proper. Uh, after a brief encounter with a mutated abomination of a Naga creature, they were then hired by Lord Nostok to go into the mines, find out whatever is creating these abominations, destroy whatever is the source of them, and he will pay well and also pay for each creature head that is brought to him individually. Uh, after getting into the mines, a few battles ensued with some of the local denizens, a couple of umber hulks uh, that were turned into snails and uh, other interesting circumstances. Uh, the party then found what looked to be an entirely abandoned goblin city and a series of goblinoid corpses, many of which had bored holes in their skull uh, in various states of decay. Uh, they found a long bridge across an open chasm. Upon traversing it, uh, Scanlan went invisible and found what looked like a Duragar war camp, which were like ashy-skinned, evil dwarves that live deep underground. Uh, watched a dwarf get executed by what appeared to be some sort of strange alienoid creature that was revealed to be an illithid or a mind flayer, and being that is psychic and uh, consumes brains. Oh, the mind um, brains! Yeah. Upon returning, the party had a plan to lead them off of an illusionary cliff that went pretty well, ended up taking out a, a significant portion of the charging army at the time. Uh, Vax here, however, got stunned in the way across by the one Mind Flayer, nearly fell, however, was saved by Tiberius at the last moment. Um, nearly lost their magic carpet, but was retrieved. They then, after a brief... Wait, you still have a have yeah, magic have carpet, right? Yeah, it got, got recovered. It, it got, got recovered. It's okay. Fairly. Um, <laughs> uh, after a brief discussion, uh, Keyleth and uh, Vex decided they didn't want to listen to anyone's bullshit, and... Hijacked the magic carpet, flew down into the chasm below, <laughs> and discovered behind uh, one of the underground waterfalls some sort of a uh, a mind flayer who was cast out from the society, covered in rags, kind of a, a twisted physical form, and after a very tense discussion, seemed to befriend it under the guise of uh, mutually agreed retribution against those that are oppressive to this whole chasm area. Clarence. Um, Clarota. <laughs> I don't think he'll take kindly to Clarence. However, <laughs> this this is where we left off the previous game. So, um, so nervous. As you guys have gathered up and you finished your luxurious song to try and ease his uh, torn form, he finishes tapping his toe in spite of himself. Looks about the rest of the group and says. Once again, not vocally, but speaking directly into your mind through a horrifying whispered voice that you cannot even close your ears to get rid of. I think it's best we rest out of sight. And he points across the chasm to the war camp that is looming across the way. Uh, and he begins to dart off towards the abandoned goblinoid village. <laughs> I, I feel... I guess we should follow him, then. Yes. yes, that's wise. I think that's a great idea. We follow. So no. Nothing can go. <laughs> um, as you guys make your way in toward the goblinoid village, you can see uh, Clarota, who is genuinely hovering about a foot off the ground and kind of just coasting around in a, a very creepy way, uh, finds one tent, opens it up and looks inside. Here, 
Here we can talk. Darts inside. Hmm. We follow. We do follow, yes. Uh, as you're following... Oh, crap. Oh, God, we're dead. Why? why? <laughs> <laughs> we're just Already touched his dice. We didn't. We're gonna die. Yep. <laughs> as you're following towards the center of this town, you see in the distance a small light moving back from the direction where you first saw that Duragar camp where Grog was uh, assaulted. Oh, I don't recall that. Uh, look, back the way we came, there's some sort of uh, light up ahead. Um, oh, that can't be good. Stay with Claroka. Uh, I'm going to go take a look. Scanner, come on. I'm coming with. Okay. Both of you guys roll stealth? Yeah. Stealth? I'll stay outside the tent if somebody wants to ask him how to get a magneto helmet like his. It's just a roll? Oh, I'll talk to him. Not not great. Not great. Nine! <laughs> 29. All right. That's a number. So, uh, as you... So officially vanish into the ether and surrounding darkness. Uh, Scanlan, who still has that song stuck in his head from earlier, his slow jam is just abstractedly humming to himself without realizing it, calling a little bit of attention, uh, at which point you begin to hear some footsteps in the distance that come to an immediate halt. Um, grab Scanlan, put my hand over his mouth, and say, quiet. Man, what's wrong with you? It's a ner- nervous habit. I'm sorry. But with great power comes great responsibility. It's just, it's a gift I have to share with the world. Later, later. Safe for, safe for the mind flow. All right, all right. All right, so with him tucked under my arm like a football, uh, start to creep further and try to make out. Um, now, there, if there's light coming from the lantern, I can see in the dim light, thanks to. Oh, daddy's blood. So uh, I'm going to try to figure out what, what it is exactly that I'm seeing. Go make perception check. Yes. I also have low light vision. You can make perception check at disadvantage because you're under his arm. <laughs> perception check? Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Do I have any advantage on that? No. 11. All right. Uh, actually, directly looking in the direction of that Duragar camp earlier, you can see behind a pillar that's kind of blocking your view, it's obstructing your view of the actual camp proper, you can see some movement in the light. You hear some shuffling, what sounds like plate. Um, and you hear a voice just kind of muttering to itself. A familiar female gnomish voice. Mm. Hi! How? Hey, guys! <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Pike! <laughs> Jeez, where have you been? Oh, man, I've had quite a time. I, I, I've missed you guys terribly, and, and a lot has happened, and I'm sure for you guys as well. Not um, so much. No? I put my thing, Stanley, what the hell's going on? Don't worry, it's a friend. We'll, we'll bring her back soon. Mm. Okay, but well, there's a mind flare here. Mm. Keep him busy. He likes slow jams. As you guys guys take a look at uh, Pike, you notice she's fully armored, but dirty. She's got sweat across her face. Looks like she may have had a couple of scuffles on the way through here. And uh, it's kind of a wild look to her eyes. Oh my Uh, god. But genuinely relieved to see you. Um, Pike, you've managed to come down here through the front of the mines, which the path for the most part been clear. You've followed what details you can after asking around and discovering that the rest of your party had ventured below without you. Um, you've followed the tracks best you can and are glad that you at least chose the right path and ran into them before you ran into something far more dangerous. Um, what you were inspecting was this campsite that appeared to have been abandoned. Um, what caught your eye was against the stone wall right above the, s- the ring of stones that formed the fire itself. 
there is a giant symbol carved into the stone that is a protective sigil of Bahamut, the Platinum Dragon, which is a religious symbol of protection used in different divine rituals. Yes, we were looking at that. We couldn't make heads or tails of it. Have you ever seen that before? Uh, no. <laughs> Go ahead and make a religion check. Are you sure? Think about it just for a moment longer. Well, give me, actually, let me rethink on this. I think maybe, uh... So wait, are we all reunited? Oh, it's a natural twist! Oh, welcome back, Kai! Uh, first roll? <laughs> are we all reunited? You just that? forgot. Yes, yes. Just, you know what? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it... You you clutch your holy symbol uh, instinctually as you reach up and kind of run your fingers along the stonework, kind of tracing the carving across the stone. As you do, your eyes close and you feel the the warmth of Serenray's presence fill your mind for a second. And for a split moment, you can see uh, a well-armored, very driven female halfling with hair pulled back into tight brown braids, uh, a kind of dark green cloak thrown over one shoulder who is currently carving that symbol into the stone. Uh, you're seeing Lady Kima Avord as the one who left the symbol uh, to protect her campsite as she laid up camp here. You don't know how long ago this transpired, but this was definitely left by her in this tunnel. What is it? <laughs> it was left by a, a woman. Lady Kima, the one we're trying to find. Lady, yes, Lady Kima. How did you know that? I, she, me and Pike are like. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> wow. It's so great to see you. It's you really look fantastic, by I the way. I don't feel fantastic. Bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> Give me a hug. Give me a hug. Ooh, you smell a little. <laughs> I like it, though. It's it's, it works. Somehow it works on you. We're in a, a, a very complicated situation. A lot has happened to us. Uh, we uh, found uh, sort of a war camp down here, and there is um, sort of a, uh, I don't know, a being, I don't know what to call it. He's got a little of this going on, and he um, speaks and lashes out through his mind. We fought uh, a huge force down here, and then we ended up falling down into a cavern, and then Keyleth and my sister found another one. What are they called? They're called Illithids. Illithids, yes, yes. And and uh, we found a rogue one, and we may team up with him or her to go back and get revenge and maybe kick some ass in the camp. This just happened. He seems extremely dangerous. However, the forces we faced in the other Illithid seem maybe worse. So that's where so we're So, welcome at. back. Great. Come, Sounds let's like rejoin our friends, shall we? Okay, let's let's go kick some ass. Okay. <clears throat> so we, we trot back over to the uh, go- dead goblin village. All right, you make your way back to the tent that was originally scattered out. The rest of the party is there waiting as uh, Korota is awkwardly sitting in the far end, just kind of looking out as all of you slowly approach and enter the tent, not speaking, just reactionary and keeping a watch on all of you. I turn to Korota and I'm like, ooh, that's our friend Pike. She's a good ally. Hello, Pike! Hello, everybody. <gasps> Hello. Hello. Hi. Sometimes you, we hug as allies. Where have you been? Well, I I I had quite a time. I when we were up on the um on the tower I, I, I noticed something and I, I I felt I I had to leave because I started to have a vision. Ooh. Oh, those are fun. And I feel like I should talk to you guys about this later. Just because 
It's personal. What is your name? I'm so sorry. I'm Pike. It's very nice to meet you. Okay, you get a better look as you approach this entity. Uh, You you see what looks like a very tall, thin, gaunt-looking humanoid with a hood over the head. As you approach, you get a better look at the facial features. Smooth, kind of dull, bluish-purple skin. Uh, These sunken, creepy, yellowish-green eyes. And instead of where a mouth or nose would be, you see four kind of slightly twitching tentacles barely obscuring what looks like a round lamprey-like toothed maw. Pipe, this is Clarota. We've just met. Can I shake his hand? You re- uh, do you want to reach your hand out? Yes. There is no physical response. The hand is not extended, but you hear in the middle of your mind, at full volume, a creepy whispered voice go, Are you to be one of our allies as well? Yes. Yes, of course. Very well. She may stay. Thank you very much, I take my hand and scratch the back of my head. And I take Pike and I kind of pull her out of the tent really quick. Mm. And I'm like... Girl talk. Okay, he's like a mind flayer and we found him in a hole under a waterfall. But he's cool, but he wants vengeance. Is that the thing is covering so he can't be... He's like outcast. Yeah. Okay. But um, he's going to help us fight all of his <clears throat> like tribe who um, hates us. Clarota. Okay, do we know for sure he's helping us? Yes. Um, yeah. Can you sure. help yeah. us understand yeah. your kind, your history, how you've come to be here, and who this... Individual is that is fucking with your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Proverbial statement, I like that. At which point, Clorota's eyes narrow, and you can feel just the general mood and energy at the inside of the tent grows dark. It grows mildly uh, tense, and suddenly you feel this, this, this presence of voice once again fill your mind as Clorota says, Seven years since I discovered my curse. My form was struck with the brand of the arcane. And these foul arts proved difficult to conceal. My brethren could sense my impurity, my deviation, and cast me out. I was severed from the elder brain. And chased on threat of death should I return. I wandered these tunnels in squalor, feeding on what paltry filth I could ensnare, and fleeing from the ones I could not face alone. In my wandering, I discovered a Duragar stronghold with a magma pool. And it proved to be a decent source of sustenance for some time. Picking off the occasional straggler. Suddenly, a great battle took place. And it appeared something had sieged the stronghold. Reading the surface thoughts of the deep dwarfs I encountered in the following weeks, I found a shift of power. Whatever had taken this hole had now 
demanded fealty of them. And they accepted when faced with annihilation. This entity that took the Durgar by force, they called Kavar. I caught no sight of it. But the fear I could sense from within these dwarves was so primal, so great, that I knew to keep a distance to be safe. Not but four months ago, one of my estranged people was captured by these ash-skins and brought within the obsidian walls for what I assumed was interrogation. Long after, the bulk of the Doragar people marched back through the long, deep tunnels that led to my people's colony and attacked. Strangely, before much bloodshed could occur, which I only assumed was the next step in this onslaught, the fighting stopped, and the colony allowed the ash skins to waltz directly into the temple, unharmed, unchallenged, where our elder brain resides. It wasn't until after I discovered whomever this Kavan is, they themselves infiltrated the temple and somehow took the Elder Brain under their own control. I watched as my people had their will robbed of them. And they took the will of all the others that lived and breathed in these tunnels. Now, a terrible army is forged of both factions, and they walk under the banner of this Kavar. Since this, I fled back to the higher tunnels and scrounged the materials so I could shield myself from the iron grip influence of the now enslaved Elder Brain. It took me weeks, but I'm confident I'm safe from its influence for now. Is that, is that the thing that you wear upon your head? As it pulls the hood back, you see once again this kind of haphazard metallic cluster of, of patches of metal and iron, this dull kind of blue metallic glow that you can only now see once he's sitting in near pitch darkness as he reaches up and runs his finger along it. This, this I feel can protect me, but I think, I think there are a way to change the tides of this circumstance. I, I feel, I feel that if I could somehow free my people from the influence of Kavarn, release its hold on our hive mind, my people would allow me to rejoin the colony. To be one again with my family, my brethren. I have a few questions. Is that all right? Yes. You and your brethren, without this, do you think as one? 
We think as individuals, but the hive mind connects us all. The hive mind gives us knowledge, history, direction. It is the source of our family. So, if one individual of your family sees something, the entire hive sees the same, is that correct? Yeah. Oh. oh dear, that's no good. <laughs> and you mentioned the arcane being uh, a stigma upon you. At which point it turns its gaze away and kind of slinks down into its form slightly. What do your brethren uh, put their faith in, if not the arcane? Put the faith in the arts of the mind. Mm. Both understanding, uh, manipulating, controlling, and devouring. Karota, we have already allied ourselves with you, as we've already agreed. Then you will help me free my people to be family again, to belong. As we we said, yes. (laughs) But uh, the thing you wear on your head, it would make us all the more uh, equipped to take on this task uh, against such powerful mind creatures such as yourself. I know my way around a couple of arcane things, but nothing of the mind control sorts. And if someone like me to be influenced, it would be very bad for our group. Yeah. Even yourself, perhaps. I would, it would do well for at least maybe show us how you built it and yeah, you get what I'm getting at, right? I would, I would, I would, I would like to steal Beanie as well. Basically, what? where do we get one of those? <laughs> <laughs> it would take weeks to build another. Weeks. I would like to take a look at it, if possible, and see if it makes sense. I am a builder. Maybe we can figure out something a little bit more, you know, jerry-rigged and If we were all hidden, if we were all hidden, we would have a distinct advantage. I have a very large bronze pot in the bag of holding. Could I wear that on my noggin? If you like. Oh, it gives you a look in response. It says, This protects me from the influence of the hive mind. My pre-existing connection. Mm. We... We don't need to feel Could we be hidden from them? Would there be a way to, to cloak ourselves from their understanding? Mm. Protect our minds. Hidden from the others. Sight is the mind. Sight. Oh. The elder brain is a collection of the once living mind layers of my people. Mm. I have one more question, and we have allied ourselves to you. That's true, but. I'm curious to know, uh, hopefully our goals intertwine and we want the same thing, but once that is achieved, and it will be, what happens then for the Illithid? Do you return to your home below? Do your, your people harbor any ambition to move upward? into Craghammer. He kind of looks to the side and says, Uh, Our ambition is to pursue the continuation of our knowledge-seeking. We have no interest in the surface. 
We only wish to spread our dominion here below. Expand our great city of Yogvoil. Sorry, what was the other yes. name? Yogvoil. Yogvoil. Sounds like a lovely town. It's beautiful. I, I feel that we could come to an arrangement. I do as well. We would require of you, at the very least, safe passage once we have helped you reunite with your people for ourselves and for a friend of ours who's lost in the darkness who we are here to retrieve. For this deed of freeing my people from this insidious presence that is Kavarn. Freeing all of our people. I believe this could be arranged. Scanlan, does he speak true? Uh, <laughs> let's find out. <laughs> uh, I'm going to just see if I can detect any lies. And Go ahead and make an insight check. What am I adding to this? Insight. Oh. 13. Okay. Wait. I'm not an insight person. Oh, can I... Oh. Was she over here? What, did, what okay. are you doing? She's rolled twice. <laughs> All of your 20s. Slave for the assist, unfortunately, because he's already rolled. But can she um, suss him out? Best you can tell those who are looking into it. Um, he seems to be speaking from a point of desperation and intent, as he has no other option. And he is genuinely. You can see it in the way he talks and the way he speaks about his family. He's a little crazy. The isolation has put him to a point where he wants to return to his people and will do whatever it takes to get back with them. However, he also seems to be, in a weird way that you can read, appreciative that you're willing to help and seems to be, on his part, genuine. Good. As a note, music's not playing. I don't know if there's a reason for that. Did they say? Did uh, he say that his eyes, the flayer's eyes, are what put people in trance, or their minds? Yeah, the eyes, the eyes. That's how so if we you. wear helmets, it's not going to help. Them. No, the helmet is yeah, what right? separates yeah, him from his nice. hive mind. It wouldn't yeah. help well, us at all. I still wear the big bronze pot on my head. You put the pot on your head. It's, it's clunky. Yeah, you cannot see with the pot on your head. No, but I am protected from the flayer. Can you bore two like ghost holes in? Like I don't need it. I have incredible warriors. Do their do their powers work with reflection? But if we approach, if we approach them from with using a reflective surface to, to view them, can they peer into our minds through a reflected surface? If they know you're there, you're in sight. They can read into you. Oh, so it's mine. Yeah, they can read our minds. They don't if have to. If you are unknown to them, if you are hidden. They cannot sense you, but if they know you are there, they can peer, they can pry. Is there any way to be hidden for us? Hidden from sight, hidden from knowledge, be hidden from them. Hide. Clarence. Oh, sorry. Clarota. How about Clay? Um. Sorry, Clarota. Um, 
I, I just have one quick question. Why would you want to rejoin your colony after they've banished you? Why not leave? I have nowhere to go. They are my essence, my connection. I long to return. Ah, it is the way of my people. I understand this curse I hold. I spite myself. I look upon its disease and spit mud. Perhaps with this deed, they can overlook it. You're not diseased, you're special. Oh, God. <laughs> Question, Corrupted. No, nothing of my culture. You presume to match. I think we do understand your desires, though. And we can align ours with yours. Yep. So let us speak of specifics. Clarota. Strategy. Strategy. Uh, number one, that assortment of uh, of dwarves and uh, and some of your friends and ogres over there on the other side of the chasm, is that something that we need to face headlong, or can we maybe surpass them finding, trying to find uh, Kavarn or this temple that you speak of? We may, if you wish. A stronghold is far below. The magma leads the way. However, if I know what I've seen, their general resides in that camp. Hmm. I know no way within the stronghold without the front of their army. Hmm. Perhaps the general can me prize for information. Hmm. If you bring him to me, Bring him to so you won't be accompanying us on any adventure or I will be coming. But we have to fetch him. And his uh, the general is in that uh, that that where you were, right? Yes, yes. 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 Alright. So we have to go over. Yeah. Okay. Wait, did you say something about a temple or did I completely misunderstand? There is a temple in our city. Yes. Where my people reside. That is where the elder prince sits. Well, right now we have to get there eventually, but first step is this smaller force across the chasm. <laughs> yes, we got to put the beat down. <laughs> now, well yes. said, Carl. Uh, um, <clears throat> you said there was a big army front guarding this general <clears throat> of Duragar. Well, the general's no, right, right across the right across the chasm. Oh, he's just right across the way. The, the force force army is there. Yeah. The bulk of their army currently is divided between that and the stronghold below. Percy shot this one, I think. Yes, I did. Yes, I think did. it's important to point out that this, your kin, this general, is aware of at least three of us, of my dragonborn friend and uh, the singer over here and myself. Mm. <coughs> I don't think he knows about me. Mm. No, he's not going to be Just us, then. Uh, yes, uh, I don't uh, even know if he saw me. But they uh, saw my funny cards. That's true. <laughs> it, it could be just me, then. <clears throat> um... Oh, I cast Press Digitation on Pike and clean her up. Real quick. <coughs> you look lovely. <laughs> How do you think was all dirty. your kin will react to that? What will their response Sorry. be if they know that outsiders have come? If they've seen just me at this moment, plus a few illusions? I will be prepared. So you must find another way in. 
You must think how to not be seen. Think. <laughs> Don't worry, Croc. You will hear figure it out. You've never, ever in your life, ever heard someone else chuckle inside your brain. <laughs> but you hear within the center of yours. Yes. <laughs> Echoes in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> and I start laughing to myself. <laughs> and can I assume that you would have already given us any advice by now if you knew a way? Are we stuck with our own resources? I've only watched from a distance. Me getting too close was too dangerous. I only read surface thoughts. If I would sing, it would be nothing. I would be destroyed. So, no back doors, no secret entrances that you know of into the camp anywhere near this general. Fuck. <laughs> What's in the bottom of the crevasse? It's water and magma. Yeah, can we pick up the little Loch Ness monster and throw it at him or something? <clears throat> oh yes, down below uh, in the waters are our allies, Vex and uh, somebody. Uh, found some, uh, saw some creatures under the water snatching, uh, snatching bodies as they fell. Keyleth. Yes! Yes, I forgot who went. Her Majesty Keyleth. Pike's Hi. beauty Hi. distracted me. You shouldn't have cleaned her up so nice. I'm sorry. Wait. Wait, wait, wait Anyway, wait, there were some wait, creatures wait. down below in the waters. Are those anything that we could use, or should we just avoid them? You see it like actually hisses for a second as soon oh. as you mention this. No, avoid. That creature is older than all of us. You oh. reside there in ancient mines. One that should be kept at day and never left. Do you mean a Lawson? <laughs> its eyes narrow once again, not quite understanding the words you use. It's seemingly a, amused. It's a gnome thing. As a brief aside, too, uh, check the connection on my iPad. I'm playing music fine, and the connection's in the iPad. I don't quite know where it's losing its connection, but I think we'll need some music. Um, yes. All right, so let's review our options, shall we? Charge we can. There. Well, we can't charge. Uh, there's a there's a chasm. How did that go with the little brain pod? Not too well. The chasm. Oh, the master switch for. It's the, ca- the chasm. colony of mind um, We could fly in, right? Yes. The bridge is gone. We have so we to can fly in death from above. We can, can somehow... I don't know if I can. Well, we can figure out a way. Okay. Enough of us can turn into flying things well, to we, get you there. We also, we have a flying carpet. We could repair the bridge if we had to, or at least put a rope across. I think... I think... Or we could disguise ourselves somehow... I think I know where we need to go. What? Really? Um, really? really? Get out of the city. Please, do um, tell. So, hold on. Tech support. We lost it. No, there we go. There's music. Oh. Uh, super... Landing on the <laughs> Pike, don't toy with our emotions. So, so you guys haven't gone to the war camp? We have. We have. Been, yeah. We've been there and we quickly well, retreated. Scanlan took a poke about. Uh, he pooped himself out of sight and then had a look around. 
And then we returned to the edge of it, and I kind of flipped the bird at them and taunted them a little. But we, most of us haven't been been in. Have I've been, been in. to the lake? The water the lake. in the water. Lake? No, there's no... What? There's a lake? Well, the isn't that where that we thing were. is? Yeah, the bottom of the crevasse. Right? Yes, no, under there, the bridge. Is that a lake? No, that was rushing water. That's not underground. The area after the big big drop that yes. was at the bottom, there was a lake of water. Oh, oh okay. And there was a waterfall coming out of the oh. natural... And the oh. ogres were getting sucked under by something. Yeah, so we had, we didn't go down. Is there something under the lake? Well, I just... I don't know if I should be talking about this again, but... We could, we could go away from him for a second. Okay. You yes. would probably hear the thoughts inside your mind, I think. Clorota is totally fine to talk about. Earmuffs. <laughs> He's amazing. Earmuffs. <laughs> 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 well, shall I share a vision I, I have? I think so, Pike. I think at okay. this point we well, should just um, move forward. In this vision that I had, uh, I, I, I was pulled down toward the mines, uh, into the tunnels below where the dwarves were working. Through the lake? Well, past the goblinoid creatures and past a great underground lake. Mm. Uh, past a jagged onyx colored fortress framed in molten rock. Past a field of broken glass and bone. Have you seen any of this? Nothing no, onyx. Oh. Those last things sound. No, the lake is the... Yes, that all sounds shitty. <laughs> the last thing we've seen is the lake, and we didn't go too close to it because a couple of ogres fell in from above, and they disappeared. Yeah, like but we something didn't have rapid. him fly down there and get, like, a close look. No, we haven't We haven't had a look around. I wonder if there's, like, a... I can cast water breathing on all of us. Why don't we send one, like, Mars Rover over here and have him go check it out? I, I mean, I can always turn into, like, a whale. That's... Not, well, I don't... Perhaps, but the water breathing sounds good to me. I feel like a head-on... Isn't there something in the water? Running to the camp is a bad idea. I pull out my empty empty bottle and I go, and I have this! Yes, he's got a bottle, plus we've killed a fucking dragon. I know it's not an easy task to accomplish, uh, but we're pretty badass. I think we might have a good chance. So wait, is going through the lake gonna... Get us through to the general. Well, we do don't we need to know. Do that first? We haven't been down to the water surface. Maybe yes. Like another... What's the best case scenario? What we come up behind them? It's still going to be a fight. But maybe there's a different vantage point instead yes. of like. Yes. Well, we can fly over them. That seems like a pretty good attack point. Some of us can fly over them. Well, we can all figure out to where all of us can fly over them. I'm, I'm more concerned about us cloaking ourselves. There's Even a, if we're flying, there's an ancient death thing down there. He might die. I didn't say it was foolproof. I don't know, man. I mean, our options are... are volunteering you. Our options are... What's going on? We can vote on it, although we all know Keyleth is just going to go fucking do whatever she wants, but... Our options are... (laughs) That was one time. (laughs) Just the one time. Just one time. Uh, Never to be forgotten. Our options are a headlong advance into the middle of their camp. That's a big fucking force. Or some sort of disguise, distraction. Is the stream down, by the way? It goes down every two hours and 17 minutes. It's been doing that for... It comes right back up. All right, so let us know when it's back up. Two hours and 17 minutes? That sounds like lost. Tiberius. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Amity Go fly, like, all the way down to the water surface, like Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future 2, and check out if there's any other... 
tunnels that we haven't seen or is ways to go. Is this the same one that you bended, or is this what, is that what we're talking about? I think so. We didn't go down to the water's surface, though, did we? Well, we went over top of it and kind of looked I down. We oh, we did? We went all the way down When there. I was, like, bending the water back, we were kind of in that area, right? That was that area, but the lake yeah, that we're talking about. Then. smart. But there's, there's also the whole... Look, I think we're overlooking something as well. Is what if... I mean... What? Can you freeze it? Figure it out. Do you guys want to, like, put me down on a rope and I can just, like, run around... See if there's any openings. I mean, I have a lot of armor. Go fishing with you. I have a lot of go fishing. Well, no, just like halfway, and then I can like run around the tunnels. Well, some of us can fly, so we're. I mean, I can attempt to try and like drain the lake a little bit. And Keela said that she can cast uh, water breathing. We can help us breathe underneath. We have two underwater breathing spells. Control water is a level five spell. I I I realize that. You were having trouble, if I recall, just getting the waterfall out of the way to create I mean it was amazing I managed but to get it like, if something goes I know wrong, you something save the day but it. we're talking about l- a lake l- yeah Lake Superior it is not yeah. just a lake there is a death monster in there right. Right. if we go under the water on, we're dead we stand on it some, anything if we want to fight it or are we going to be well, fighting we, it we, in the we water we all have water, water breathing yeah but we'll be slow we and be we'll be underwater where there's a death monster yeah I'm not worried about that part there's 50 to 100 fucking creeps up top. Well, then let's come up with a good plan. Maybe there's, like, hidden stairs or something, like in Indiana Jones. Can you, like, fly like, the water and, like, fry the guy right. in the water with Hold on. There's only 26 people up there. Yeah, I mean, I've ca- On our last count. Is that stuff? before the ones we killed or on? Those After. are the ones we saw, though. No. That's the ones that how do we know how far back the camp goes? How many I've, are in I've the gate behind it? I've got information from him when Scanlon went. Can't you... That's the number. Oh, yeah. water? I mean, I can like, I can make like a giant whirlpool. Wait a sec. Wait a second. Cast Wait a white second. Or Clarota, you've been listening to our thoughts for the last ten minutes, <laughs> and what clear thoughts they have been. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? What resides in that lake is something you wish not to temper with. It clouds the water with its own filth. You find yourself unable to breathe air. Uh, didn't that happen it's already? Mind it takes. Have you seen it? It's big. Yeah, right. Is it like a mini-armed situation? <laughs> One could say yes. Okay. So so we can face Cthulhu or little Cthulhu minions. Seems to be our choice. Okay. Clarota. Why don't I have lightning, I swear? Can't you fry the water first and see if it hurts? We can fly overhead and just lightning the shit out of them. Do that, please. Because maybe there's a way that we f- there's a tunnel and we come up behind them or whatever. That illithid took out my brain from like a hundred feet. You know what? No, no, sir. Wait, wait. If I may, when I was you there, may. I saw the uh, the main the the general uh, control all of them instantly yep. when he was about to make a sacrifice or feed or whatever he was doing. Yep. No offense. Uh, he he instantly had all of their command. If we could somehow get to him and cut off that connection, distract him, influence him somehow to command them to all jump in the lake, for instance, that would get rid of the of the lot of them all at once. Can you make me invisible? I can get you there. I can make you unseeable, but not invisible. 
What? May I? <laughs> What's the difference? I can make you a fly. May May I <laughs> examine without removing? May I examine your device? What about like? Oh shit! Make a persuasion roll. Oh man! Percy. What's he saying? What's he saying? What? Percy. What's he doing? He's asking to. Sixteen. Okay. What's What's he doing? What's touching the head? He glares at you and says, "Our agreement does not include this interaction." It may be the key to returning you to your people. Tiberius. Yes? Would you go? I won't touch. I will just look. I'm, what, what, I, I'm reading my book. Will you? What? No, I want you to read a book. It kind of bows its head but does not move closer. And just lightly shows you an element of it. Can I understand how it functions? Best you can tell. Uh, it looks like a skull cap that's been kind of decently made for what it is, but it's a little, you see some of the hammer marks on it, um, or some whatever is put together. Um, it appears to be a very simple piece of metallic material. Oh, so it's um, magic. Weeps. It looks like it is some sort of Weeps. enchantment of probably what's causing the effect. It's not any like Weeps mechanical somebody. device that causes it. <laughs> so there'd be no way to build something to create a feedback loop. Oh, I see what you're getting I want to try and see if there's any way that I can take a look at this and figure out a way to build some sort of feedback we system. We need to build a coconut radio. You don't even have a, a laboratory. That's what you want. <laughs> he wants a coconut radio. With, uh, I love coconuts. You have never interacted with anything psionic-based before. <laughs> um, the time to research that and the materials needed to do it would take months. Plan two is a fairly shitty situation. Plan two? While all this is going on. Is if they can't see. What if we blind them? How? Like with uh, some sort of interference? With a really bright light. Oh, I love doing light things. Like what if they are so blind they can't can't actually see us coming? I believe Pike and I both have access to spells like that. I assume that would make us pretty blind as well. Not if... Not necessarily. Not if we wear our... Sunglasses? Can I attempt to build sunglasses? Uh, How would we wait for, before I we have build optics. sunglasses? You could probably make a couple with the materials you have on hand. You are limited when it comes to resources as you are currently halfway underground. Even better. Max could show his ass. That's a pretty white That's light. That's pretty as <laughs> ones it gets. That is pale as shit. When I go to the beach, I don't tan. But I wait, spruit. I thought we established that they, they don't need visual contact to influence us. They just need to be able to be aware Once of Once they have mind. visual contact, they can influence us, but they need to make that visual contact in the first place. The dark, deep dwarves. They hate light. So I think it'll stun them long enough for us to get across. If we could perhaps put some light spells on the back and the front of our shields so that we are guarded from it. And uh, if you could make a pair for our friend here, that would help him out, I assume. Wait, that's not a bad idea. Pike, can we temporarily enchant the magic carpet as like a spotlight as we fly over? Like a light a little portable yeah. death ray. We've seen you surrounded in radiant light before. Do you think you could do that for the carpet? If I, I mean, I have. Um, we should have daylight. Where's my, where's my, where's my book? Where's my, 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 my,
remain to be hidden or blind our opponents as we approach your kin will not know our thoughts till they see us? Hey, yes. They need to look into you by knowing you're there. Can I fight one of your kin with a blindfold on? Perhaps. I thought if they could see you, you were... The mind eye that you possess. How close can one be before it actually affects? Say, a hundred feet it caught my friend in midair, our last uh, run in. Is it the range about? It's about the distance. You may not. You may not know the answer to this. I don't doubt your knowledge and wisdom, but. I happen to have a uh, ring of mind shielding. Will that aid me in any way? Bam! Boom! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could could some assistance life? to the psionic influence would be of aid. Yeah. Daylight? We have a plan. Oh. 3 2.30. It wouldn't be hard to get hold of some pitch down here. Some tar. To burn? No. If you can be invisible, and you have a ring of mind shielding, and you can carry a bucket of pitch to that motherfucker, you can splash it on its face, cover its eyes, and it's helpless. My God! What or I could hang that that big brass pot on its head. Well, oh, I'm wearing that. Uh, yes, but it could take it off, possibly, if you smear so wait, sticky shit. Wait, on its I just eyes. have to blind it? Then it can't control. It well, I happen to have a blindness spell. It may still try, but to be blind, it would be very difficult for it to pry into your mind. Could it still control the others, though? Probably. Okay. That is a permanent enslavement. So you want me but to go in there solo, invisible, no. and try to blind this Not thing? Not solo. I'm in. I like, <laughs> I like your idea of turning me into a fly. <laughs> you and I go in. And we've got light spells. Mm-hmm. I Pike take, and I, I can cast daylight on our magic targets. what his And I cast it onto my shield, and then on the carpet, and on the carpet double. Yes. I have to take a nap, though. So I can learn What's that? 13? Okay. But that could get us in close. Scanlay and I could get in closer and blind it. And I could stab it in his head. I mean, technically, I can also turn into something fly fly and come to back you guys up if someone else wants to take the carpet. Okay. We can all get there. We can all get there. I can cast daylight on your helmet. On your pot helmet. Really? Yeah. You'll be. I'm game with. All right. I'll be like a lighthouse. At the very least, it'll be a distraction from the crush your life. They'll be busy dealing with us. Yes. He'll be the cover of the thing. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, what is it? Two fronts. Y- yes, yes, two fronts. What is it? You Someone's and I separate from the group. They go in shining like a beacon. You and I <laughs> in. And while the Illithid is focused on them, we go in, you blind him, and I stab him in his maw. That means it's pretty good. That's a suicide I like it. Let's do it. Well, what else are we going to do? This is a great plan. I'm behind this. Surgical. 
Special Ops. Hey, wait. <laughs> Seal Team Six. What, what does Vex have to say about this? Vex, you mean? Vex, Vex my sister Vex. Yes, that one. That's a good question. Oh, Vex, Vex. you look so tired. <laughs> Vex, your sister, seems genuinely perturbed by the circumstance, but looks to you and says, Look, I found them. You deal with the situation. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> she's, she's so like that. Right. I gave up trying to understand her years ago. Do you know what time it is? Feeling a bit nappy, I think. Your hair looks fine. Well, I'm You're giving me rest, then rest. Okay. Time of day has no bearing down here. I have to rest so I can. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to read up on this daylight spell. Yeah. So that me and you can both cast her. Yeah, we'll just take a nap and just get, you know, get all nice and our muscles and, yeah. and get Marino. ready for the for the for the fight. On this uh, chopping head spell. Yep, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna sing a little song to inspire a couple of my my allies here if I can. Okay, I would recommend doing it after rest. Okay, the dice would go away after rest. while they rest. Okay, forget it. And I go ahead and I, I light an incense in our in our teepee. And I make some flowers grow. I'm like, that's better. <laughs> I'm going nice. to do a little bit of work on that first trick arrow. Mm-hmm. On the trap arrow. Okay. Since I've got a little time. Go ahead and make a roll. Uh, that's a... Uh, what am I rolling? Your engineering, or your uh, tinker's kit. Uh, where's my engineering? Oh, it's just an intelligence roll, right? Uh, plus your tinker's kit. Where's your proficiency? It? It's down underneath your skill. Um, your proficiency is at the very bottom left. Oh. Yeah, I don't have a number for that. You can add your proficiency modifier to the intelligence check. So add your intelligence modifier plus four. Oh, thank you. Seventeen. All right. And so, what are you trying to accomplish with this arrow again? I was just trying to make a entanglement arrow. It's, it's a it's a trapper's arrow. Okay. Uh, you, arrow. You managed to work out what seems like a tanglefoot bag type detonation, where if an arrow were fired, it would be a grapple check against the individual and probably give them penalties until they're able to break free of the yeah, grapple of the arrow. Cool. Um, so yeah, success on that one. Nice job, dude. I'm going to be hawkeyeing Laura out at some point. I've got a couple of them. Yeah. All right. So Before that's I retire, Clarote, you said you wanted to speak with me later. Anything in particular? Or do you wish to save it for after the battle? Perhaps after. I just am curious about the source of your arcane power. Oh, I'd be happy to discuss it. I could learn. I feel a great deal from you as well. Later. I go in my books. So Korota closes his eyes and kind of goes into a meditative stance. The rest of you, those who have spells to choose, go ahead and choose your spells accordingly for the next day. I'm sharpening my axe. Good, good. It is good. Just doing my vocal warm ups. All right. Me, 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 me. The human torch was denied a bank loan. So, as you all have your evening's rest, um, not very comfortable. Number one, you're in the middle of a tent of a goblinoid city. Second, just the general proximity of sleeping near an illithid. You just have a general sense of unsettling dreams, imagery that is disturbing. Uh, Pike, you have many flashbacks to the vision you had and actually wake partway through the night in a cold sweat. As you wake up, you all kind of slowly come to. It's about four hours into the evening's rest. 
You hear a, feel a slight tremor, a familiar tremor that you felt once before in this cavern. You'd feel the ground begin to vibrate and shake. You get up, I look around. Is, um, is Clay awake? <laughs> Eyes are open, just sitting there. Karota, do you know what that rumbling is? There are many creatures that live in this rock. You best to be still. Ooh, still. Still. No, like, like, so, don't move. Vocal warm ups. Everyone makes a stealth check. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah, boy. Yes. Cooper. Yeah. Uh, we get advantage on that, right? <laughs> no. Oh, wow. 16. Nope. Uh, uh, 14. 19. 18. 20. 1. <laughs> 1. <laughs> two natural 1s? Yeah. Oh, after her, oh, after oh. her two natural Nothing. 20s. Nothing to add. Nothing to add. Nothing to add. Well, I mean, well, I'm new well, to well, armor, you know? Wait, you both rode natural 1s. Natural 1s. Those both count as two failures. Yeah. Fuck. Thankfully, the rest of your group all rolled pretty high, so it was 4 versus 5. Yes. You guys just barely succeed. Oh. As you all hold hold still, barely breathe, the rumbling intensifies and goes on for a good minute, minute and a half before eventually it subsides. Oh, Thought we were going to get a warm-up. Fades into the distance. Rumbling is complete. Appears to be no issue. Glarota says, To me, these creatures, they pick up on movement in that sound. Wary. What creatures are you speaking of now? This is something. The rumbling the creatures. I'm, but what are they? Probably oh. bubbles. I've only got glimpses. This is something no. worse than umber hulks. Thank you so much to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Nothing ruins my day faster than my allergies flaring up. My face gets preposterously red, my sinuses feel clogged, it feels like I'm walking around with a cartoon storm cloud over my head, which as you may be able to tell from the phlegmatic timbre of my voice is happening to me right now. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for several years. It's been an absolute game changer because I can now go hang out with my friends who have cats without my face swelling up like a giant balloon. And that's great news because I really wanted to pet their cats and now I can. So ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. 
or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. All right, we've all rested up. Old in the underdog. No. Uh, I had a crazy dream that said if Geek and Sundry got to 1,400 followers, they would be some sort of a giveaway. Yes, oh, there are some. I had the same dream, Scout. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All visions of that. Yeah, guys, so, so you're aware, every 50 subscribers we get, we're giving away uh, an awesome Sunday game package. So, oh, there you go. Congratulations. We already got a winner, and we'll be putting those out for every 50 subscribers we get tonight. Uh, I'll be choosing one to win that awesome award or a wonderful package, so keep that in mind. So, the plan is again you and I stealth, the rest attack with light. Well, what's first? What's second? What happens? Yeah, what's well, first? I need to take a moment to find some. I'm going to look around and see if I can find any pitch uh, anywhere in the goblin camp. Okay. Is this plan? Go ahead and make and a survival check. If my Actually, let's be investigation. Make an investigation. Oh, I got the exact same number. Uh, okay. It's a 12. 12? Okay. Takes about an hour. You managed to find essentially a few piles of rather disgusting, sticky goblinoid refuse that you imagine would probably stick and burn pretty well goblin. in a, pi- in a pitch type way. Goblin yeah. Shit. You find just a whole bunch of goblin shit. Let's cook it up a little. <laughs> How do you feel about uh, lacing I'll it with some, some gunpowder? Fire for you. Ooh. I feel pretty good. All right. That. Goblin Molotov cocktails. Yes. I like that. Goblin poop cocktails. So here's how I think this goes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the team infuses the carpet and any shields or head pots they have with radiant light. They go in and make a big stink on the side of the camp. You and I go in. You're invisible. I'm a fly flea. Fly. Mosquito, dragonfly, whatever you'd like. Yes, let's say fly. Okay. We go in, find the illithid, and then we pop in. You yell, hey, Spanky. Throw the goblin shit in its face. Or I try to blind it with magic. Yes. Both. 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 Okay. We want to, we want to increase our odds. Sure. As soon as he's blind, I go in for the kill. And then it's on us to deal with what happens after that. It's playtime. It's playtime. Yeah. Might I suggest one one other Let's wrinkle? Please do. Remember, there are some dwarves being held captive. Yes. We could make our way to them and release them. We don't need all of them, now. Just to cause further distraction or to get some allies on the inside? Possible. They could be weary, frightened. Mind control. Seems unreliable, yes, mind control. They're probably ready to fight, like me. (laughs) Grog, we understand. You want to bash some things. Your time to kill is coming. All right. Is there anyone else of our party who could help us with stealth or anything while we're over? Definitely not me. Okay. (laughs) As a note, just remember, because you don't want to walk through, there is essentially a a shanty town, a tent city of of, of war tents um, with a few rock formations. Um, You also notice that, or you remember last time, there was the main square that had the raised platform. Platform, yeah. And then there was the small stone barracks where it seemed both Uh, the Mind Flayer and the Durgar general both went back in. So we gotta go into the barracks. Well, that's where you saw at least they were last time we were in. That's our starting point, I imagine. Well, there's two targets. So we gotta get in and then get in. The main thing is to get the Illithid because if he's out, nobody's 
then it's then they're all separate. He's he's playing chess with all his minions until we take him out. Right. So we all strike right on him. You two are going to take that um, <clears throat> little journey. Uh, the rest of us, what should we do? I have many options, and they're all fun. So, <clears throat> Percy, your sniper rifle. I should think that you should want to post up and start taking out position. I'll do I that th- at first, but then eventually I'm going to just have to jump into the fray. No, yes, I mean, of course, our onslaught to the rest of the camp that we're about to do, right? Make a bunch of noise, a bunch, bunch of light. How are you going to get Grog over there? Uh, well, I mean... Uh, uh, I'm going to put a giant sunlight beacon on his head, and I'm going to release him to the wild. Yes, but there's no bridge. We well, talked about... We have, oh, how are we going to get him over We have an infinite amount yes. of rope. Yeah, yeah, but how, how do we get it over there? But Tiberius talked about making him light as a feather. Oh, you could fly me. Tricks. Oh, yes, you can fly him, right? Yes, you could fly him. Why don't we turn my pot into a lighthouse and then you fly me, me over and I'll do like a abominable snowman walk? <laughs> I like that. Clarota, is there anything oh, you can do like to help too. us You're in like this endeavor? Mech. I can help us try and his mind with mine. But you have Swear to protect me from harm. You have our word that we will try. (laughs) And I will come. We must work swiftly. If we can overleap most of the city, get to that barrack, storm it, and take out the mind player through the sides. So. So let's okay. let's set down right in the middle of the thing. Right. Well, I was gonna say, can we set down to where we're it's all of us kind of backing you guys up, holding the fort down while you guys go? Well, we all have to. There's no bridge, so right. we all we have all have to, to get there. I'm not worried about that. Get over together, get, get to the edge. Yes, but where are we going to make land? In the middle, in the middle of the shit, next to the barracks. I say we might as well go closest to the barracks as we can. Get. Okay, and that's, then you and I can get in the barracks. That's a good idea. If we. If we go as high as we can and just hug the ceiling of this motherfucker and then go down in the middle and as we're going down, you turn me into a fly and go invisible. And that's when all hell breaks loose. I like that one. Let's do it. No time like the present. Let's fucking do it. I'm gonna start buffing people like crazy. I I start, I cast dumb You're gonna be buffing us like vampires. Question to the dungeon master. Yes. I think my polymorph spell is a concentration spell. It is, yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm going solo. Do it! I can get you in. I can get. I can make you fly, but I can't be invisible at the same I will, time. I will, I will sneak through. All right. If, Wait. Thing, if shit right. goes south, I will peel off and join can the we others. Help him? All right. Well, yeah. I, can pa- I can cast Pass Without Ugh. a Trace on myself, and as long as we... Hug close to me. There's an area around me that's like a dark shadow, and we get like we get all stealthy. We're going in. We're just gonna have to Im- improvise that. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Don't don't go in yet. Let me let me. Bump As a note, you said you were casting stone skin. That stone skin is concentration. The moment you cast another concentration spell, it goes away. Oh right, so I don't cast it. Yet. Okay. Keep that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn, cast Jason's spells. Um, I would like to cast um, <laughs> <laughs> Bloodlust on myself. Uh, Bloodlust. I right. go ahead and I cast Enhance Ability on Vex. 
Facts. Facts. Sorry, everybody does it. Our mother did it. I do it sometimes. Okay. To increase your dexterity? To increase your dexterity? What about so stealth? Essentially, you, you have advantage on dexterity, on dexterity based checks. Yeah. Which is your stealth, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then I'm going to go ahead. Now, let me keep track of all this. And then I'm going to go ahead and cast Daylight on Grog's helmet. <laughs> are we ready for this? Are we going? Yeah, let's yeah, go. Let's, let's do this. Do it. And, um, and I'm going to go ahead and cast Daylight. On Wait. What? What? Wait. We're trying to sneak over them before we land. Don't cast daylight on anything yet. Okay. okay. We don't want to be okay. bright, shining sun. <laughs> A giant flare coasting <laughs> over the city. Okay. <laughs> well, then I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and cast pass without a trace on myself. Okay. All right. So that's preparation there. Oh, I'm gonna sing a little ditty to inspire Vax. I. Didn't see the vax, cause he's so goddamn stealthy. La da 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 I hope you're enjoying the adventures of Vox Machina. Now we return to the action. Yes. I right. turn into an eagle and I'll take the gnomes. All right. Great. Scanlan. Uh, Pike is heavy with the plate mail, but still enough to carry with your giant eagle form. <laughs> Tiberius and I are on the carpet, and Tiberius, are you casting? Are you going to help Rob fly across? Um, yeah. No, they're fly. Fly. All right. At which point. Uh, you feel the strange lifting sensation for a second. Your stomach kind of has butterflies, and you realize that you could just think forward and you drift forward. Think back, you drift back. <laughs> think up, you drift up. Amazing. Don't puke in the helmet, though. That would be gross. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, am I light enough for him to take me? <laughs> he can fly on his own. He can just blow himself. Call for I'm weapon. talking about for him to carry me. Open the carrier? Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Hey, I hop on your back. Alright, let's go. Drug. And so. I guess the rest of them are on the yeah. rug. So. Well, I can't see, so you gotta tell me. I start flying the wrong way. Uh, the other way, but I'm not going around here. Good. Okay. Okay. You actually clutch Grog like by the sides of his face and start steering <laughs> him like a vehicle. Whenever I move your hand, you just tilt that way. <laughs> are we all. Are we all. In flight now? They're all taken care of, yes. And the carpet? Right, right. Tiberius, Percy, and I are on the carpet. What about. What about Vex? Is she with us? She's on the carpet. She's staying behind. Vex, for the time being, because it's just easier to organize for this, uh, is coming on the carpet with you guys and is trying. is preparing in case she is needed. Okay. She's just quiet because she's feeling smug about about last game. Yes. Be quiet. Just feel smug about being in another RPG right now. Um, all right, so she'll be back. I want to see what, how you fly, Grog. It's really rickety. It's one arm in and one forward. <laughs> it's you just think. You just think. How Grog is drifting. Do you propel yourself on the way? It's an awkward zigzag. Right. Do you think happy thoughts? <laughs> all right. Um, I'm gonna kind of fly in the middle between Kurog and the carpet. That way, my pass without a trace encompasses everybody. Okay. Uh, all right. I ha- turn to Scanlan and say, Scanlan, we are probably going to die today. 
It has been an honor. It has been an honor. Oh, if only today. one of us will die. <laughs> By the way, Vax. And it won't be me. Well, we got there. I can be invisible. So now you're not listening. It'll just happen. What were you saying, Tiberius? No, Nothing. No, 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 don't play it that way. What were you saying? Don't I was, play it that way. I was saying if you're all finished, I'll just make you invisible right before that happens. You guys are all coasting over the chasm. Now you're over the top of the large bridge and the 200-foot-wide uh, open hole in this tunnel that leads to the lake below. As you glance down, you can see just a little bit of a trickle from the soft red light that was deeper inside. You can see the small streams of lava that are just slowly pulling at the bottom on the outskirts of the lake proper. Uh, as you begin to make it to the other side, you can see tiny shapes moving in this very barely lit war camp of Duragar. Um, as you're coasting over and Corota uh, uh, is along with you guys with his hood up, he kind of whispers into all your heads, says, Beware some of these army scary abominations created below within my city. I know not what to expect from them, so be wary. As this happens, everyone make a stealth check. Every, everyone, with because of the past style trace, everyone gets a plus 10 to their stealth check. Plus 10? Plus 10. Thanks to Keyleth. Thank God. Keyleth, however, you are carrying two gnomes. You have a disadvantage on it, even oh, with no. plus 10. It's all right. Plus 10? Thank God. Thank God. Um, even with the plus 10? Okay, so... Uh, 18. 18? 18. 15. Uh, uh, 22. 22. Wow. 23? 28. Mm. All right. You guys begin to crest over the very top of the war camp, and looking down, you can see now there are what looks to be the beginnings of tunneling siege engines being constructed. Siege? Siege. You can see giant wheeled carts with drills at the front, giant like auger bores that are being currently constructed. Um, You can see what looks like a series of weapons being stacked up and ready. You can see there is a preparation for some sort of an attack on the city above. Oh, As you guys continue to press ahead, there does not seem to be any reaction to your flying. Don't say anything. It's close to the ceiling of this cavern. Can you cast the light? We can all we can all talk to each other. Don't don't whisper up. to each other. Why don't you shut up? It, yeah, that's so cool. Just wait till we get there. Good blast. You guys make it towards the center portion of the city. Um, you can just start beginning to see the opening in the center of this war camp. There is a circle where there are no tents constructed. You can see what looks to be a small wooden platform. And there is a stone building that is of, you know, makeshift functional construction. Not pretty, but functional. Looks like a barracks or some sort of a large bunker uh, right on the northern side of that uh, opening, that center portion of the war camp. That would be what you saw both the general and the mind flayer head of this encampment go into last time. The barracks? Yes. With a roof? Uh, There is a roof to it. You don't know if there's any roof access, but there is a roof. Can you turn me invisible now? Yeah, broke, 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 broke. Well, we're still in the air, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Don't. He's got to concentrate on that. Don't. He's sitting on the carpet. 
Yeah, but he's keeping him flying. And I cast invisibility on you. That's when everything happens. I understand. <laughs> 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 it just no. falls from the air in the so middle. So are we floating <laughs> above? You guys are curling now. Should we floating sit? about 100 to 150 feet above the war camp? You do not appear to have been noticed yet. Get down there and wing it. Should we land on the roof, or do we land right outside the, the oh. barracks door? What do we do? Yeah, do it. The roof, 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 roof. roof. The roof you guys want to stay up and we'll yeah, go yeah, down? you go. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Well, we can start on the roof. That way that gives us time But I can't go invisible while you're flying. We need you to be invisible. You're a stealthy bastard. No, we land on the roof. We get it on there. I cast invisibility on him. Then you go well, do your thing. We're running the risk of, as we come down, he Dorgar going, so we would risk that anyway. That's true. E- either way. I'm so down, scared right now. <laughs> <laughs> if we go down really fast, it's hard to the map. Why don't we land on the roof and all lay f- we all lay flat except for the people that are going in? You cast invisibility. This is the exact conversation they had when they were about to go kill us. I still have. We're going like a dark cloud. Wait, I have an idea. Oh god. Uh, oh god. Is there enough weight for me to get on the carpet for this point? It's fucking stressful. Uh, <laughs> you can certainly try. There was a weight that you're not aware how much is on there. Yes, I do. It's a thousand pounds. Uh, they don't know how much weight is on there in total. Right. Uh, everybody, how much do you weigh? <laughs> don't <laughs> ask a woman that. I'm sorry, Your Highness, but I need to know. The idea is if I could step off on the carpet and hang with you guys, uh, then God, you can float down to the, to the uh, what do we call it? Um, take uh, Vax here, and uh, then I... Oh, shit, I need to be near you to cast it. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Let's just land on the roof. Let's land on the roof. We're going to go in. We're going to hit the roof. You turn me invisible. He turns him invisible. You guys light up the night. We do it. And we we'll just do it. We just got to go. We're lighting up now? Wait, wait, you no. light up on the roof? What's on the roof? Let's look for access first. Don't light up until no, we give the go sign. Yes, we, we need to wait before right. we light if, up. If anyone takes notice, <laughs> then turn on the light. By the way, do not light up until you see the black or greens of their eyes. Or by the way, Clarota, you definitely picked the right people to assist you. There's no verbal response, but you do just emotionally sense a slight hint of regret emanating from the mind flare. We got this! Alright, let's go land on the roof. Alright, let's do it. Alright. You guys descend. The hawk eagle flies down. You go as part of the landing. Everyone make a secondary stealth. Okay. All right. Do we, we still, still have, have plus ten? Yeah, uh, you still have the spell. Oh yes. Oh, that was cocked. Yeah. Twenty. Oh, Twenty. No. You're a terrible so. person. Thirty. Wow. Twenty. Unlike those boobies that With crash land right? when they you fall. Can, you roll with disadvantage. Well, I rolled a one. Okay. Uh, Two failures. That's uh, 15, uh, 29. 23. 21. 28. All that trace is the saving grace. A bit of a harsh landing from your perspective, but thankfully you have two small gnomes to break your fall. Ow! Drag them a little bit across the stonework on the top. Uh, it's not stonework, actually. Stonework. The, most of this whole thing is stonework. It looks like the roof of this is made of uh, like a thick, scavenged wood. Um, whether it was taken from the surface from the mines itself, it is just wood planks that are all Let's keeping the, the roof of this. It's reclaimed. It's very nice. 
if if that thing sees us, though, it could be game over. I still think we should stick to the plan of blinding yeah, it. Yes. So some of us need to go inside. Well, can you we? You and I. You yes. and I. Yes. Yeah, the two Check go inside. Out the, see what's, and if shit goes down, about. we light it up. Yeah. I will. I will fucking yell into my earring if shit goes down. Yeah, cool. You guys go crazy. Go. Good call. Okay. Go find we look shit. around to, for any roof access Stealth roof entrance. Yeah. Okay. Come on, chip and uh, Looking around, there is no roof entrance. It looks like it is purely a functional roof for any sort of weathering that may have, you know, any rocks that may have tumbled. You do see there are a few small rocks and pieces of, of cavern that may have plummeted here. There's just small bolts. No chimneys. No chimneys. No nothing. There doesn't appear to be a fireplace or any sort of interior like that. Um, glancing over the sides, you can see that on the on the floor, yes. which you can't really tell if there's two floors or not. It looks tall, tall enough to have two floors, but you don't see a set of windows or anything that belies that to you. It may just be a really tall single floor, uh, but there are a couple of small window openings, one on each side of. The ghost gun. <laughs> We're gonna go. Tiberius, could you uh, do me the favor of uh, making me disappear? Yes, when I do this, though, it's going to be very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, where are my hands? <laughs> right? That's amazing. You immediately disappear from view. You okay. just currently visually do not exist. And you still have my butt. We're laying flat on the roof, right? Like, you, guys are, you guys are on the roof yeah, now, you're fine. Your fly spell vanishes, you, you feel your weight return to you for a second. For a split moment, you're a little sad, because you're having fun. Oh. <laughs> Is, um, was so. We can see the window that we... Uh, we pick one of the sides, and I don't know. Okay. West side. Okay, west um, side. Is the window... An, is it a single pane? Is it, a, is it an openable window? Uh, as you glance over, it is it is just an opening. There is no glass. Great. There is something blocking the way. It is just it is about roughly big enough to fit to fit a normal sized half elf or human. I take uh, Scanlan by the scruff and swing him down. Oh, uh, I turn invisible. In. Okay. So as as you as you grab him and you're bringing him down, you cast invisibility on yourself. You both vanish now, and all the rest of you are kind of like holding your breath, hoping that now that you don't know what's happening, it's going to go well. And I'm scaling in after him. All right, uh, go ahead and just make a acrobatics check. Please don't roll a one. Please don't drop me. Uh, Eighteen. All right, yeah, fine. <laughs> All right, you guys both you, you gingerly scale down the wall. The stones, thankfully, are uh, just haphazardly put together where there's enough oh, grip space for you to. Come I down. have a climbing kit. We're in. We're in. Okay, it's a little late for that, but okay. Uh, so uh, you lower him down. You bring him inside. You step down. Through the opening into the center of a hallway. Can I we can't talk to each other. Yes, we get a map finally, and we can't signal each other, and we don't know where each other is. Yes, you can. I hold his hand. <laughs> We're holding hands. I'm leaning way down on the side. Of course you are. I'm holding his hand. Sam and I have done this before. Yeah, Matthew. Oh, I, right. I use my earring. Okay. I'm not going to talk back to you, so whatever you say. Um, it, just to remind you of how these particular things work. I love the scandal. I'm not actually talking right now. It's telepathic, so you can just talk to each other through the rings. As the two of you... As the two of you step into this room, you look about you, and there are some ramshackle makeshift beds in the room, five to be exact, from right to left. This appears to be one portion of a barracks-type sleeping arrangement. Okay. The beds are empty. They're kind of tossed. They're not like well kept or anything. There's sheets kind of tossed about, and it smells awful in here. But okay. it, at first, I just heard Tiberius' voice in my head, so I'm going to test it out and think. Scanlan, can you hear me? Can I hear him? 
from 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 thoughts only. He's whispering about. He's wearing one. From thoughts only. Can I hear him? Uh, No. I tug on his hands to keep going into the into the barracks. Hello, fans of Dungeons and Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a DD play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a DD 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. Not weirdly. It's all right, you just learn to live with the stage fright. You never move past it. <sighs> um, should we pause right now? You didn't bring your stuff? I didn't have it. Come on in. Go in. Look, my sister's in. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. We'll bring you up to speed later. You're on the roof of Osama bin Laden's house. Yes. <laughs> so, question for the DM. I'm invisible. Do I need to spell? Do I stop? Is that a spell? There's still a stealth check. You're invisible, but noise is still a factor. Okay. You just have a severe. You have you have advantage on your stealth check. Right. So, I think we should probably still and start moving in. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. We, we tell each other being yeah, invisible. Both of you guys make yourself chill. Stop telling me. Tell each other. I mean, I'm invisible, and I rolled a five. <laughs> you have an advantage. You rolled twice. Oh. Yeah, because you're both invisible. Plus one. That's better. Thirteen. All right. Twenty-eight. All right. You both feel your stealth. Are you going into? There is one opening into a hallway here. Yeah. Do we have the? Anyone have a laser light? Yep. Right. Let's squeeze it together. Okay. The two ends. I press the little button. Together. There we go. Okay, so uh, we're going to go down here. Down to this hole. And, right, as uh, you guys step out, you can see immediately there are two Duragar guards right by a door that leads to a central chamber. So we're going to go this way. All right. And uh, shift to this side. You immediately see. Although you guys have different colored lights. Two more Duragar guards. All right, but I'm going to. I'm inching up to the. I'm pulling Scanlan behind me, but I'm inching up to this door and just peeking through and seeing what I can see. Okay, looking inside, you can see these small symbols are like basically just redstone, the uh, the glowstone that lights the underground caverns here, and a yes. large portion of uh, Craghammer are just embedded in the wall in a yes. small sconce. Um, peering through here, yes. you see one against the wall. You also see along the edges here what looks to be racks of spears and pikes and hammers and various uh, war accoutrement and weapons just hanging. And there's a set of armor over a, a small, just kind of a wooden uh, arrangement. It's a way that the armor itself is just being stored there. This looks to be like a fast grab armory. Okay. Um, I pull Scanlan by the hand, and we enter into this room. This is so romantic. All right. <laughs> it's just like the day we met, Sam. <laughs> you guys enter? Quietly walking this way. Uh... Past the door, that looks like the front door. The front door is currently closed, though. We're gonna keep going this way. Oh man, we're doing our above. We're flanking. All right. Just gonna go this way. Uh, There is one Duragar here. 
there doesn't appear to be a doorway or entrance to the central chamber on this side of the hallway. That's pretty good. Okay. I still have the pitch in a bucket. Uh, the shit in a bucket in my hand, by yep. the way. I mean, we can take these guys. I'm not worried about that. But we can make noise. Yes. <laughs> How far apart do the, are the two Doragaha standing at that door? Right there? Yes. Uh, they're about five feet apart, just enough space. For, like, one's on each side of the doorway. Okay. Uh, wait, uh, okay. Just, just wait, what are those red things right there? Those are the uh, small sconces with the glowstone, oh, the redstone I mean, that lights the... To so we're trying to get there. greater invisibility, mm-hmm. so you can attack and you'll still be invisible. Okay. I pull... I pull a gold coin out of my pocket and throw it in this corner. Oh, this straight up metal gear. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, go ahead and just make a general oh, dexterity sweet. check. Yeah. Okay. And because of Keyleth, that advantage, correct? Yes. Yes. You should do. Okay. Okay. So and this is what is this? Just a dexterity. Just add your dexterity, dexterity modifier to it. Which modifier? Makes five. Okay. So that's a seventeen. All right. You. Swinging sound. Both of the Duragar kind of look over. What's that? They look back <laughs> at each other. Run for a second. This one nods her head and begins walking over to inspect it. This one stays at its post. Must have been my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I pull Scanlan behind yeah. me and tiptoe right behind this uh, yeah, yeah, do it. asshole. Do it. Get you waiting. Put it in him. And uh, take out my vocal blade. And reach out and grab him by the hair and stick it in the back of his neck. You've got, you've got my dice. You've yes. got my dice. All right. So, as you reach up, you grasp the back of it. This really nasty, wiry, thick Durgar hair. I'm so tense right now. You're so tense. You yank the head back and take the base of the blade. Go ahead and make an attack roll. Oh. Uh, it's a surprise roll, so you have advantage on the attack. Thank you. Okay, good. And I believe you have a bonus to if you get the attack. Uh, yes. Stealth, I get, sneak attack. Well, I get. Uh, Yes, I get uh, advantage, but you can't triple up on advantage, I believe. Sorry. No, 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 no. no. Oh, right book. That? that was the freaky out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just double checking here as part of your ability. Remember, every 50 subscribers gets a free giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe now, kids. If you score a hit against a creature that is surprised, it is a critical hit. That's the other thing I was going to mention. Oh, thank you. All right, so. so Oh, so this isn't a dexterity check. This is an attack. This is an attack. This is an attack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a twenty-six. Oh, man, that dead. is going to hit, and that is a critical hit. Go ahead and roll damage and sneak it back. Yeah. Okay. Die, die, die. Okay. I'm sweating. <laughs> okay, that's two plus seven is nine. That's nine. That's just that part. Okay. Six. Seven. Nine. Uh, Fourteen. Uh, 19, which is, what's double, the sneak attack damage? The sneak attack damage and the and the dice damage. And the dice damage, 19 plus 26, this guy's 52. Oh! 52. As, you, as you pull the head back, you can hear a slight, a slight guttle, is about as much noise as can make it out before the blade just right out the front of his throat, blocking any passage of the air. As you hold it, you twist the blade. He goes limp in your hand, but you catch it and keep holding it there so he doesn't make any noise. Can you, You're now clutching can you a easy, dead Duragar. Easy, easy. <laughs> 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 
Uh, I just had a thought. I'm going to sit him back against the wall uh, and let him slide against her and just grab Scanlan and into the room. Into this room? Yes. Okay. Scanlan. I think you're about so to get a cost. He's still is standing it? up, kind of. Why is, All right. why is he leading Scanlan? Uh, What's happening? Shh, 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 shh. I'm sorry. Uh, while, I'm, while I'm invisible, I We're look around for traps. I'm just gonna see if there's any trap All trap right. doors trap. Go ahead and make a perception yeah, that's, what, that's what we do. Not great. I got a twenty-eight. Uh, nine. <laughs> okay. You notice no traps. What you do notice though is there's a giant kind of war room table at the top of this raised platform. It's about uh, six feet up, and there's a stairway that leads up to it. You see at the table one of the illithid mind flayers, the armored general that you saw before. General. And there are two other Duragar currently at the table. They are in the middle of an excuse discussion. Stay invisible. Do we? Oh, we Wait. can't communicate. You guys have got seconds until yeah, the other guard. We can't comes talk. Back. We can't talk. You hear so footsteps behind you. I put the bucket of shit into Scanlan's hands. What are you doing with I'm you? I give him a little nudge, gentle little nudge. I I no. step forward into the room and I hurl it at the fucker's face. The general. Uh, the, 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 the I'm behind face. him at the same time. <laughs> Behind the illithid, ready to go. So, so you go up here as well? Yeah, oh yeah, behind him, behind him. Okay, so you dart up behind. Make a stealth check, both of you. Oh god. Oh, With god. advantage. Oh god, <laughs> Oh yeah. Wait, do we get the plus 10 to stealth? Eight no, plus no. advantage. Oh, thank god. 19. He I'm using uh, Scanlan's advantage, so 16, 29. <sighs> okay. Um. You slink up behind, seemingly unnoticed. You, there's a slight twitch to the Mind Flayer's head for a second as you go ahead and take a big old bucket of shit and fling <laughs> it. <laughs> go ahead and make an attack roll. Just, just an uh, attack roll. Or, or it would be uh, you're not you're not proficient with you're, you're not proficient with goblin shit buckets, unfortunately. Um, so just go that ahead and roll a d twenty and add your dex, add your dexterity. Mark. Oh. Oh, my dexterity? Dexterity strength is higher. Strength higher? No, no. Uh, oh, strength strength is not higher for me. <laughs> oh, it is higher. So, 19. Oh, 19, alrighty. Oh. oh my god. You fling it as the invisibility spell wears off of you as part of the attack. You no. fling the bucket. A spray of thick, gooey, goblin fecal matter goes streaking through the air as the illithid turns with its eyes wide to see you suddenly appear and then suddenly see this entire batch of thick goblin shit just push across its face. Suddenly you see its tentacles writhing as it goes as it screams all of you here in your head a scream. I'm stabbing, I'm stabbing! As, 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 cast stone skin immediately. Alright, as this happens, you start cast stone skin, you go in for the blade and you hear a counter voice in your mind. Korota, go. No. I cast your attack. light on Grog's head! <laughs> your head comes to an extremely else. bright glow, all of you averting your gaze. This is stealth, right? Stealth for me? Uh, you, yes. Okay. No, you no, you are invisible, oh, okay. so... Okay. No, okay. Attack! Attack! Daylight Kill him! 29! You're <laughs> That definitely rolls to hit. You had surprise. Go ahead and roll. And it's a critical, right? I'm assassinating It's a critical, technically, yep. Oh, yeah! Wait, are we going to the, for the general? The illithid. The illithid. Yes, yes. All right. 
Yeah. We don't know anything. So, roll damage on this. Roll my damage. Roll my damage. Oh, we can act on that. Yeah. Stone skin, light on his head, going into a rage. They light on my shield. They light on your shield. Be here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say for the purposes of this battle, there is no trinket here because trinket would not have fit right. across the way to get there. Okay. So Did just you be aware. Her an arrow? Uh, yes, and you have a, you have an entra- an entrapment arrow now. Okay, I, I get ready for that. Okay. Cool. <laughs> DM at, you oh, take the blade and as it pierces the back. Oh, it's a poison one, by the way. Okay. <laughs> it pierces the back of its skull. You feel all the muscles in its neck tense in reaction to the blade, but the blade slips past. You can see a gout of purplish black blood begin to spill from its neck as it instinctually, instinctually reaches up and pulls the blade from the back of its head. Uh, what's, the, what's the DC on the poison? Uh, it's, it's, I have no idea. Uh, should be on the blade info. Poison dagger. Poison daggers. Uh, I think it's. Oh, it's uh, 15. It's 15. 15? Okay. Uh, The poison does not seem to take effect. Its body resists it. Uh, It is still alive. But it looks like it's like clutching the back of its neck as it turns around looking at you. You can see just blood spurting out of its mouth. And his eyes are now just burning with rage. All the rest of these Durgar are now reaching and pulling their weapons out. Everyone rolling his. Natural 20! Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Let's kill some bad guys! Okay. Alright, so. Uh, 25 to 20? 20. Natural 20. Yeah, but you have no bonuses. To, you should have a, your dex bonus. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a 25. 25, there we go. So, I'm gonna say you're probably going in first, buddy. Yeah. All right, 20, 25 to 20. No one else? Oh, I think I got like a 21. What'd you roll? I rolled 16. Yep, that'd be 21. All right. So. Uh, 19, anyone? 19. 19, nice. Uh, no. <laughs> Wing it. 18, anyone? 18. Nice. I got 16. Yeah. I, do, you have like a, a, do you have like a picture or like a file anywhere saved of, I your, got objection. of your sheet? Uh, all right. We're in the war camp. We're in the war camp. All right, so uh, what's your? 14. Yeah, remember that war camp? 16, all right, so Tiberius. Scanlan. Uh, what was yours? Nine. Nine? Also nine. Uh, that's where we're at. Not all right. Pike and I are at a nine. All right, top of the round is Vax with initiative. Nice. Can I in the back of his head some more? I'm still invisible according to Tiberius's greater invisibility. No, 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 no. As, as soon as I, t- I, I catch uh, Stone Skin, okay, well, you were attacking. That's why I said this is all going to happen. Okay. You are now visible. Yeah. Okay, but I'm not stealth. in the back of the head. <laughs> do I get, uh, for assassinate, do I get the critical still here, DM? No. You've, okay. you've gotten the one hit. It is completely aware of you. It is not a surprise okay, so, attack. So that's a 28. It, it is so aware of you. It has never been more aware of you in its yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled a 28. Okay, that yeah. definitely hits. So and attacking with your offhand? Uh... Oh, so this is my bonus attack? Yeah, you get the one attack and you get the bonus hand. Okay, so this is, is um... Okay, uh, this is fire. My fi- my flame tongue dagger. I got uh, two plus six is eight. 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 All right. 
All right. Uh, and your other attack? Are you doing your bonus attack? Or do you just... Was that the bonus attack, or was that my main attack? No, this is your, this is your new combat round. That, that was your was, main attack. That's a nine, and here comes okay. my bonus attack. Okay, 14. Kill him. 24. Kill him. 24 hits. Seriously, yeah. Here comes my keen dagger, which is, uh, an, is an eight. Eight damage? Yes. Okay. So the first strike, you swing across the flame tongue dagger. As it backs up, you put another gash across the front of its like neck and chest area. It reels back and it's looking at you with angry fury. You feel this coming shake, this like horrible force of severe retribution coming to your mind. And as you're bracing for it, you take your other blade, you see its mouth opens up with frustration and anger as its tentacles kind of curl back, ready to just go in for the grab. And you place the blade squarely into that maw. You feel the scraping of its teeth across your knuckles, but it doesn't matter because whatever anger and light was once in its face goes dark and dark. As immediately it crumples to the ground, lifeless, pull the blade from the maw, mind flare down. All right, that uh, he was next, but not anymore. Uh, as it falls to the ground, all the rest of the uh, Duragar immediately uh, have a reaction. Uh, we'll get to their turn in a second. Vex, you're up. So you're on the roof up here right now. You gotta now. get you, inside first. I get. We have to run down in. Run down. You're on. You're on a, a, a wooden roof surface. There, uh, point you heard before. There was an entrance here and an entrance there. The windows are swinging down, looking over. Unless like, well, unless Grog can just tear through the, the roof. <laughs> Um, it's wood. You can hold initiative. Though. I guess yeah. I'll, hold, I'll hold to see what the yeah. hell is Okay. Happening. All right, so you'll hold on that. All right. Uh, it is now this dude's turn, the general. He, unaffected by this, it seems, just angrily leaps onto the table, runs across, and jumps down towards you. As he does, you see he uh, his physical form seems to enlarge. Like his actual small dwarvish form, it begins to swell, his muscles tense. And he's about the size of a normal person, if not a little bigger right now. He comes at you with this giant, black, jagged, metal warhammer. <laughs> comes down to swing at you. As he comes down, you see it burst into flame. What? There's fire now surrounding the head of this warhammer as it arcs towards you. What? Uh, all right. That is going to be a... 20... 24 to hit. Oh, it hits, but I use uncanny dodge to try to swoop out of the way as best I can. Alrighty. You suffer... Once around. That would be... 12 plus 6 fire damage. So... I mean, 18 reduced to 9. You take 9 damage from the strike. It's going... As it, as it strikes down, it goes for a backswing to attack you a second time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is going to be a... 15 versus AC. This time you just dodge, dodge completely out of the way. Dirge out of the way. Dirge. Dirge. Percy, you're up. Um, just in case, I'm gonna I'm gonna push off and wait for Grog. So I'm holding holding my turn. Okay. Uh, Grog, your turn. Right, so we're on the roof of the thing. Right? Correct, you are. I'm in a rage. I take uh, the pot still on my head and I pick up my axe. And I draw one gigantic smash through the roof of the building. Go ahead and make a strength check. Oh, come on, oh, God, God, yeah. Now, come on. Now this you, is all you're good for. You are yeah, raging, you got got it. This is all you're good for. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah. Huh? All right. What? Come on. What? Fifteen. Uh, you bring your axe up. You bring it down on top as hard as you can. Go ahead and roll axe damage. Seventy-two. It's a d12 plus your strength modifier. 
plus two because you're raging. Do I get an advantage on that? No. Seven? Plus two because you're raging. Nine. Nine damage. Okay. As you swing the axe down, slam, it hits the wood with the sheer weight of you there. And most of you guys climb to that point. The actual roof breaks open and splits in a small space. You slide down in the process. I jump onto to, to, to Grog's foot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead, both of you make an acrobatics check. Oh, I wouldn't have had to do it. All right, well, I'm in the building. Uh, 21. Acrobatics check? Yeah. Okay. Pike, you have disadvantage because you're in plate armor. Six. All right. So, Rob, you managed to <laughs> land on your feet. Pike, you actually plummet off and fall off to the side right there. Oh, no. You are currently prone and from the fall, but you guys both drop down. You managed to reduce the damage, but you, from the fall, you take eight points of fall damage. Okay. As you are now flat on your back, the wind knocked out of you for a minute. <gasps> Pike! I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm okay, thank God. All right. Uh, that brings us now. Vex and Percy are the same. You first, or should I go first? Uh, we'll go. We jump. Both jump down at the same time. Both jump down. Go ahead and make your acrobatics checks, guys. Twenty. Oh, I rolled really bad. What'd you roll? I rolled two, but I added to my acrobatics. Yes, which is which you don't know. Which is like I bet. Right, your acrobatics is you're proficient in it, and you have a plus five dex. So that would bring it to eleven. Yes. Or no, a thir- a twelve. Yes. You just barely land on your feet. You do take fall damage, but you don't fall prone. You take eight points of fall damage. Okay. Percy, you manage to land fine without any damage on your feet. <laughs> on the ground. Both of you kind of three-point landing, Avenger style. Do I have time to put get a shot off, or am I not? You do. That, that, that was your movement. Awesome. Um, so what's the deal? Wow, I'm, I'm taking a second, and I see uh, that, that uh, Vax is getting attacked, and I'm gonna just take a shot at the at the uh, at that guy with dual, the hammer, the big, big the dual. biggest thing I see. Do you, ha- do you have your glasses or, or your goggles on? Um, yeah, I actually. Well, that's right. I have a helmet, so yeah, I'm wearing the helmet. Okay, cool, I'm cool with that. So go for it. Do it, Star Lord. <laughs> Oh, natural 20! Yeah. Against the general or against one of the Duragar? Uh, the, the guy on the table attacking me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can just barely see him. The stairway's up there. Doesn't matter. If he, as long as but I he has partial cover, he, doesn't matter. Right, I know. And he does have... He has three-quarters cover because of the distance, but you natural 20, so it doesn't matter. And I also... I, I can I ignore... That. I ignore three-quarter cover. You do, because... Uh, it's I'm awesome. Yep. sniper. Uh, <laughs> okay, so that's uh, double one D. I should have... Gotten some bonuses on that. I'm an idiot. Um, plus five. It's just double dice damage. Double dice damage, and then add your modifier. Yeah. That's Woo! nineteen points of damage to the general. Nice. Nice. She gets shot in the back of the shoulder plate. You hear it ricochet, and a little bit of blood begins to streak off the back of his head. He looks over his shoulder with an angry grunt. You can see now this dwarf, who's still swelling in size, <laughs> kind of looks at you, an angry nostril glare. Um, you um, have I, your bow ready? Yeah, and I want to um, do lightning arrow on the guy attacking my brother. That guy there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead and roll to attack. Oh, I don't think I hit. What'd you roll? I rolled a four. A four. You had a plus 11 yeah. to hit. It's going to be 15. Unfortunately, you miss. The arrow streaks past. Um, he, uh, yeah. <laughs> the arrow just ended up striking the wall back here and 
arcs lightning throughout the wall. Unfortunately, it does I not. I hunter's happen. mark him anyway, just for future stuff. Uh, you used your bone. You used your bonus action to cast lightning arrow. Oh, so I get a regular attack now? Well, that was part of your regular attack. Like your next arrow, you fire. I so. get it. <laughs> You're going off book. This is cool. Yeah, I'm going I off book. I think. Let me double check real fast just to be sure, so I don't want to screw you out of a cool turn. That is mine. Uh, <laughs> next time, bring your sheep. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, it's a bonus action to cast lightning arrow. It's your next arrow you fire. However, you do have two attacks, so okay, you get to so shoot a second time. Yeah, okay. it just doesn't affect my lightning arrow. I roll 14. That does hit. Go okay. ahead and roll damage. It was 1d10 plus... I think it was 1d8, actually. Oh, for the long... Okay, yes. Yeah. 1d8 plus 5 for your dex, and then plus 2 for the bow. It's plus 7. 10. 10 damage, all right. So the first arrow just whoosh, streaks off, hits the wall. As he's kind of staring at Percy, he looks towards you, and as he does the second arrow, shpoof, sticks into the plate, and he kind of looks at it, and just snaps it off in the armor, uh, grabbing his two-handed sword, or the, sorry, not the, uh, the, the, the war hammer on the other hand. Uh, minis, confusing. Um, all right, that ends your turn. Grog, the light that is beaming from your helmet currently right now is filling up the room, and uh, it is extremely blight. Most, mo- most of you guys can handle it. You see that all the Durgar at the table are like, Ugh! A bunch of Durgar come running in as well. As they run in, they're having to shield their eyes, but it's actually physically hurting them to be in that room right now. They're like, Ugh! keeping it at bay. Uh, this one attempts to run in. This one's kind of making its way over. Uh, these guys here, this one's going to go ahead and run over to here. This one's going to go ahead and come to Grog. These two are going to come out behind Oh, yes. And uh, is, this one. Is that guy the general? That guy's the general, yes. Okay. This one's going to come up behind to you. All right. They have disadvantage on their attacks. Nice. Because of, this, because of the light. So attack. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm so bright. Exactly. <laughs> attack against you. Yes. You're the brightest tool in the shed today. That is a 17 versus AC. You just dodge out of the way. Uh, next one comes. Come out of this war pick against you, Grog. <laughs> that is uh, 20 versus AC. That hits. That hits, all right. You take you take eight points of damage as it slams you with its war peck in the chest. You can feel it kind of gets about a half an inch of depth into it, but you just kind of shrug it off and flex your muscles and it pops it that out of your torso. Uh, all right, the two against you. Uh, that'll be a... 19 versus AC. Oh, That's yeah, that hits for sure. And a 17 versus AC. That hits. All right, so you take two hits. That's uh, 11 damage. Okay. And 13 damage as both of them start wailing you from behind with war picks. Exalia! Uh, I yell. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up is the one that's attacking you. Scanlon. Scanlon. That's going to be, at the disadvantage, a uh, 15 versus armor class. 14. 14, it still strikes you. No. You take eight points of damage from the war pick, slamming you into over the shoulder. Ah, I'm so awesome, Pike! <laughs> <laughs> that ends there, go. Tiberius, you're up. Um, I'm still on the roof, right? Eight. Uh, you're still on the roof, yes. What can I see from where I, where, like, if I go around, what can I see? You can there? you look through the hole and you can see pretty much the entire battlefield. You're just up here looking down through it. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. You're currently the only one still up there. Yes, I think I'll stay right here. Thank you very much. Um, how tall is the roof? How high is it? Uh, like, oh, it's about uh, 25 feet up. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. <clears throat> uh, so... This is fun. 
Uh, you are technically, because I can do it. You're gonna use one of the little lifties, aren't you? I am. Yeah. Bring the fire. Bring the fire, Tiberius. Oh. Uh. Toys. Yeah, he's getting on toys. Oh yeah! Come on, do something. I'm waiting for him to do something because it's so cool. I got him this for Christmas two years ago. <gasps> you are up here right now. Three dimensional fighting. Toys, toys. Is that visible? Yeah. Sweet D and D rave. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to. <clears throat> I see the two guards behind Vex. Yep. Right? Is that what's going on? Yep, right there. And then the one der guard in front of Grog. Is that what's going on too? Yep, right there. Great. I will cast. <clears throat> I cast Grand Columns under all three of those dudes and pin them <clears throat> right up against the, the roof um, with my columns. Clever girl. Okay, so the, the, the. Pillars of it, yes. Right, yeah, yeah. but those pillars only go 15 feet up. No, they go up to 25. 25, oh. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I always ask that question. All right. <clears throat> yes. And they do, and it does 66 bludgeoning damage when it's pinned. Yep. Bye-bye. If they don't make that save. Yeah. All right, so go ahead, and what is your DC on that? Your spell DC? Uh, 17. 17, all right. All right. The hardiness of the Dorogar resilience gives them advantage on saves against spells. Um, they all make their saves. What? Um, but they are still up on these platforms now, raised above. Um, so what is... Uh, does it do any damage if they make their saves? Come on, iPhone. Come on, iPhone. It's supposed to know everything. iPhone 5. The fifth edition. What does it say? It doesn't. I guess it doesn't. It doesn't okay. Say. Uh, so they are currently. What is this madness? Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm putting them. Oh, off. wait a minute. No. Well, I, I, you make this call. If a pillar is prevented from reaching its full height because of a ceiling or other obstacle, a creature on the pillar takes 66 bludgeoning damage and is restrained, pinched between the pillar and the obstacle. The restrained creature can use an action to make a strength or dexterity check against a spell save with their DC on excess. Because it's no longer restrained and must either move off the pillar or fall off. So they still, it still happens, but they're not pinned by it. Gotcha. Okay, so go ahead and roll damage for all of them. Good to know. New spells that just got released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magic. Magic in the... Oh so we'll say just keep tabs on them. Awesome. Both of those who can sustain there. This was awesome. No one can tell us 27 damage. 27 damage? Yeah. yeah. Alright. <laughs> All three of the Durgar are crushed to death? against the ceiling. I did 27 to damage to each one. Nice. To death? Just splat, splat, splat. Oh. They're all slamming the ceiling. You can see uh, limp dwarf arms and legs now dangling out of these stone pillars that are now permanently embedding them into the ceiling. This is a crazy room. I go like this. Ha! I use two, I use two of my uh, sorcerer points, and I cast Quicken Spell, and I look at the general, and I, because of my books I've been tampering with, I cast blight on his eyes. Okay. Because of water. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, and the DC is 17, you said? Uh, yes. All right, natural 20. So he makes his save. Oh, What's the attack of blight? Oh. Uh, he takes 8d8 damage, and if he saves, he may take half that damage. <clears throat> okay. 
Yeah, was it 10, 15, pass. They were all eights, right? No, well, he eight, does all eight, of them in the device. But he eight. rolls all oh, of them in the device. Yeah, I see. Uh, 15 plus, what is that? Uh, 10, 14, what is that? Your first one was 29? 29. 29. Okay. So we'll say that a solid 14 points of damage. Two. All right, gotcha. Yes. All right. No other effect than just the damage from the light, right? Uh, yeah, because you made a save. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, Scanlan, you're up. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. I'm going to... Uh, yeah. God, there's so few people to kill now. <laughs> you did it all. Is it just us and the general? Wait, that guy behind you, though. Just you guys, the I can't general. Really see anything. There's yeah, a guy right behind you. Okay. Those guys got slammed, okay. and uh, he's gonna swipe at you. Like, yeah, he's dead. Okay, I'm gonna uh, cast dominate person on the general. <laughs> what does that do? Oh shit! No. He's a <laughs> With advantage, you rolled a one and a two on the saving throw. Yes! That's ridiculous. And okay. I'm going to <laughs> dominate him and inform him. I can give him a command, right? Yes. I'm going to tell him to stand down and tell all of his allies to stand down. All right. He turns around, gives you a look, a strange look. Men, all of you, drop your weapons! No! We are surrendering to our new infiltrators. He throws his uh, war hammer to the ground. Uh, the rest of them all kind of look around. <laughs> Go ahead, and uh, I'm going to have you make intimidation check on his behalf. Okay, on his behalf. Yes. Uh, do I add mine? Uh, no, I'm adding. I'm just considering that. Uh, so you rolled an eleven. Eleven. Okay. The three other Durgar look confused, look at the dead Mind Flayer, look at their general telling them to surrender, and they all kind of throw their weapons to the ground and stand there, kind of with their arms to the side, kind of waiting for what's going to happen next. Uh, as you finish that, Clorota slowly oh, drifts yeah. Clorota, down. Clorota, thanks for all the fucking help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is just a minute. Um, just kind of looks around, assesses it, and you hear this voice in your mind go, I had my doubts, but well done. Thank you. So, uh, that ends that turn. Scanlan, do you want to move at all? You're going to stay where you are? I'm going to stay where I, Well, I'm going to move just a couple feet away from the guy right behind me, and okay. I'm going to, as my bonus action, might as well give Grog some dice. And also just tell everyone, remember, let's not kill the general. We need him for information. Probably if anyone tries to hit him, he'll snap out of it. Yeah. Well. Mm. That's it. All right. <laughs> uh, I also take a little poo in my pants. Okay. <laughs> Small kilo. <laughs> uh, still, this is still a, a, a battle, even though... Yeah. 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 No combatants? And if you guys are deciding not to fight anymore... What, what, what's your plan? I come on down and I say, good work, guys. That was cool. That was great. Um, He's under my spell. Perhaps we should tie him up. That's what I was going to say. I take, um, I cast Grasping Vine, and I just take a vine, and I tie his hands behind his back and kind of 
grapple him. So that'll break the spell. Okay. Well, no, I'm not damaging him. I'm just hugging him. Yeah. Okay. Hugging him with vine. With, with vine. Thoughts. All right. Vine hugs. Uh. So, uh, as this is happening, you guys feel a familiar tremble. Oh no! Oh. Be quiet. In the ground. DM is out of his mind. Everyone, make yourself check. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, that's a twenty. That is a twenty. Oh! <laughs> this is the second time that's I've rolled a one. a one on my stealth check. Wow! I'm not seventeen today. Eighteen. Nineteen. Fourteen. Twenty-three. Pretty good overall. Two. Twenty-two. All right. Uh. Yeah. Still feels. Yeah. All right. So there's the rumble. Gets louder and louder, and you can see the. Durer are kind of looking around nervously. And then rumbling kind of fades for a second. And with the cacophonous cracking sound, the stone floor beneath you splits open. Right here. Percy, make an acrobatics check to try and avoid whatever is coming through. Whatever? It's a dragon! 18. It's a worm. All right, you managed to just pull out of the way. Yes. As a large... What the fuck? A large, armored, four-legged creature comes bursting out of the ground around you. Oh, great. It's a rock butthole. (laughs) (laughs) He's got this horrible, screeching... (laughs) Growl. as this kind of hungry look in its eyes. Can I reactionary real quick? Take my grasping vine and just lift him and kind of put him in the corner to keep the general safe? Unfortunately, no. Fuck. Is he rooted? Um, that happens? Uh, he is currently rooted. Uh, he is considered grappled. Okay. I, I have a question. I was just trying Did to keep him safe. a potty break before. What potty break were you? What? No breaks tonight. No breaks. No breaks. We're pushing through. We're pushing through. We're pushing through. If you need a bottle. Exercise your kegels. <laughs> <laughs> if you really need to go, you can. When it's not your turn. No, it's fine. Okay. Just pee, on, <laughs> pee on Ashley. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, as this entity comes burrowing up from underneath the ground, go get, go get. it immediately makes a oh, strike against. <laughs> Guys, this is so exciting, and Laura has no idea what's going on. No clue. This is going to be a bite attack against you, Percy. Okay. That well, is. All right, twenty-four versus armor class. Shit, I just. Uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, that hits. All right, as you reactively attempt to move out of the way, this creature, comes tearing out of the ground, gets its bearings, rears back, and this giant toothy maw comes clamping down onto your entire torso. You suffer thirty-six points of piercing damage. Oh, oh shit! Thirty-six. Thirty-six points of piercing damage. That's going to end its turn. Shit. Pike, you're up. Okay, well. I've heard. Uh, I'm still prone. You are prone, you can use your movement to get back up. Okay, so I'll use my movement to get back up. And Alrighty. And then, um, do I also get an attack for doing that, or? Yeah, you still have your action, and your bonus action, that's just your move. Okay. Um, I will, uh, I'm gonna use Guiding Bolt, and I'm gonna 
shoot that thing. All right, go ahead and roll for the attack. Okay. That's my girl. Come on, Pike. Does this guy appear to be messed up by the daylight at all? <gasps> okay. Uh, do I add anything? Uh, you, you add your spell attack modifier within your spell sheet. So top of your spell sheet. Sorry, guys. Oh, sweet. Okay, so... Uh, that would be 25. That definitely hits. Okay. So, guiding bolt, what's that do? Uh, so I roll... Where'd it go? I roll uh, 4d6. I roll 4d6. 4d6, go ahead and do that. Game Pass. 16. 16, alright. So, uh, you reach back, clutching your holy symbol, if you get back off the ground, release your hand as this suddenly flaring blast of divine energy comes cascading out of the front of your palm, blasting into the side of the face, nearly searing one of the eyes of the creature. It rears back, bringing one leg up instinctually. <laughs> slams the ground in the process. How you doing? That's disadvantage to your next attack. Oh! <laughs> Um, Wait, what are you at? I'm I'm at uh, 38. Uh, it lands, puts its foot back on the ground, and kind of gears its attention towards you. It's looking angrily around the room for what should be its next meal. Uh, anything else you want to do? Um, can I give him a healing potion? Can I can I heal him? Oh, he's too uh, far away. You could use your bonus action if you want to use healing word. Okay, I'll use healing word. Okay, so yeah. go ahead and roll that for him. Okay. While you're doing that, uh, brings us. All right, so Clorota now gets its action. Yeah, Clorota. Clorota now looks wide-eyed seeing this happen. You hear a slight voice in the back of your head go, this is complicated. As it rears back, you hear the slight echoing screeching sound that just manages to skirt the outside of your mental capacity. You feel like if you were any closer or closer towards you, it would be a horrible ringing pain in your head. You're just peripheral to it. Uh, It makes its attack. Unfortunately, the exterior of the bullet and or its mind shielding is too strong. It seems to have no effect on the creature. Damn it. Uh, a bullet? A bullet is the entity. Bullet? Clarence. Bullet. Uh, that ends his turn. Top of the round, Vax. Okay, I think. Where's the, where's the, uh, the laser? Here it is. Um, it looks like I have just enough squares to go one, two, three. Uh, who's this right here? That's a dirt guard. Weapon on the ground, not armed right now. Can I get to here on a turn? I can't tell. Uh, what's your movement? Uh, it's 30 feet. 30 feet? You. Oh, I'll use my bonus action to click my haste boots together. Okay, then you can definitely do that. Okay. And since Percy is right up against it, I'm able to uh, deal sneak attack damage because there's another one of its foes. Exactly. Yes. It is, you don't get advantage on the attack, but if you attack, okay. you do hit. You can so I'm going to try to strike him in his, his underbelly. Alright. Uh, yeah, even the underbelly itself is heavily yeah, armored. You're having sure. to kind of gauge quickly where the plate is. 20. 20? Yes. 20 hits. Go ahead and roll with your sneak attack damage. So 20 hits. Okay. Oh, and it was. Uh, never mind. Uh, so 3. 
Two damage. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Got it. Cool. That brings us to. Alright, the general is going to attempt to make it saving throw. Oh, shit. You can do that? Every time he gets turned, he has a chance to break out of the. Well. Um, and he does. Give a shit. Oh, he broke out? He broke out. So he shrugs off the mental influence of the dominate spell. Oh. Um, no. However, he is not currently armed. He uses his uh, uh, movement, or uses his action to pick up the Warhammer. Fury and anger is in his eyes. He's still grappled. No, uh, no, he just broke out, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. from the grapple, yeah. too? Yeah. He uses a whole turn to break out of the grapple and grab his weapon. That's all he can do. Uh, Where is he? Balls. Right there. To to fight but the bullet or to You have turn no idea. Oh, we don't know. Yeah. No. He, might team up with he could just be yeah. reacting to the bullet. Yeah, the flames in the hammer are out, too, but it picks up the war hammer. It's yeah, yeah. cold black steel currently. Uh, let me see. That brings us to... Grog. I would like to go into a frenzy rage and charge at Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> you, leap, you leap off the higher platform, come rushing out with your axe in the air as you come down, using the full weight of your body behind the attack. Go ahead and roll your roll your three attacks. Seventeen. You have one dice for me. I've inspired you. Oh, oh, pop it up, pop it up. Grog, grog. Is it a 20 or is it a 1? You need to add a d8 to an attack roll. If you have a shitty attack roll, add a d8 to it. If you have a shitty attack roll. 17. Grog! Smash right through his plate! Okay. Okay. 17. 19. Hits. All three attacks hit. Yeah, that one hits. 16 plus 8. Yeah, so all three attacks hit. Roll damage for three hits. As you come now, just slamming your great axe into the side of this armored beast, just over and over again. Cleaving this nice little wide section of its armor on the side. Nice fucking head over. 14, uh, uh, 21, 21 again. What? 22, 22. 13. Oh, so 22, 21, and 14. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I was doing his math. <laughs> 21, 22, and 14, you said? 57? 57. I don't want to do math and show you all up. All right. It's <laughs> a level 9 barbarian. So, Slammy, you'd see a portion of its side armor splits, and you can see a little bit of that dark red fleshy interior. Uh, do a significant amount of damage and leave a nice little weak point in its armor. Uh, however, it still doesn't seem to be entirely phased by the damage. It just kind of like shrugs at the damage and kind of glares at you for a second. One of his eyes that was focused on Percy and Keyleth now looks over at you, Jurassic Park style, with the T-Rex up in the side of the vehicle. Um, uh, Vex. Um, I back up a little bit. Yeah, like that. All right. Um, and I'm gonna cast Hail of Thorns on him. Okay. Um, sounds right. Nasty. So, uh, so I'm gonna shoot like a regular attack. So your bonus action to cast Hail of Thorns, and then you're not making the attack with the arrow. Go for it. Exactly. You're adding eleven to it. Okay, good. Then uh, that'd be. I'm adding eleven. Eighteen. Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Eighteen hits. Yes. So I was casting that as a level three spell. Okay. Um, I roll three d. That means I roll three d ten. Okay, against. Against 14, which is my, uh, oh, uh, is my spell level thing. Right. Okay. Um, 
3d10? Yeah, 1d10 for damage. Yep, go for it. Let's okay. get three tens, please. That's an eight sided dice. Yeah. That is an eight sided dice! There you go. <laughs> eight. Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be 25. Sweet, and I get another attack. Yeah. So I'm gonna do that. Yeah, it's a bit. Nice! Alright, go ahead and roll damage, double the dice, and add your modifier of seven. That arrow just went slow mo. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. So what happens here is you yeah, you pull pull an arrow out as you whisper a couple of words under your breath. You see all these thorny spikes begin to shoot out the shaft of the arrow. You release it, and as it strikes in the front of its face, the arrow actually splinters, sending a bunch of these thorns all over its torso, piercing an inch or two into its armor with each blast of these thorns. It kind of rears back and tries to shake itself off. As it does. You get a little bit of a look as Grog backs away from it, shaking to see the wound he left. You take your secondary arrow, aim for the red soft spot, boom, slips right past the armored plating, doing the extra damage on the interior of its physical self. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that's your turn, I believe. Yeah. That's all your actions. Uh, Percy, you're up. Okay, is What's my hand still stuck in its mouth? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would like it to be. Uh, if you'd like to, yeah. You could have left it there. So... Do I have an advantage to hit if my gun is in its mouth? (laughs) (laughs) You are considered grappled if you leave your hand there. You can remain grappled for advantage on the attack roll. Done. Okay. (laughs) So I get to roll twice, right? Yes, you do. This is a whole new meaning to point blank. Oh, man. Come on. 19. 19, that'll hit. (laughs) Okay, I spent some grit on this and did some interesting modifiers. How much grit did you spend? Two points of grit. Okay. And this is the uh, for um, this is uh, the dead shot. Okay. And I also uh, took a negative. Uh, a, I took a, a, a uh, negative five to hit for a plus ten damage to this shot. Okay. And I'm using my fire modifier. Okay. Nice. I'm being an asshole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's amazing. He's Samus yeah. blasting right now. Yeah. That's come on, come down. Ooh. 20, 35 points of fire damage inside of its mouth. So, your hand inside, you pull back and fire, knowing which barrel's next. You hear this dulled sound, and its eyes kind of pulse for a second with intense fury and pain. Smoke just billows out the sides of its mouth and its nostrils, and it begins to kind of shake its head, lifting you about a foot off the ground painfully, but you think it's worth the deal. <laughs> well done. Uh, Thank just you. Uh, him into oh, <laughs> I will say that ends your turn. Thank you, Damn Gary it. Gygax, wherever you are. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Duragar, currently seeing the situation and the change of tone, go and grab their weapons. Change of tone. Yeah. Uh, this Durgar is going to move up back to you, Scanlan. As it sees that you were the one that took over Dicks. the general now. Bring it. This one comes rushing in. Uh, Don't they see the big thing? There's a tank in the room. There's a bigger problem, bro. Opportunist, man. Uh, and rushes after you, actually. <laughs> Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be <laughs> friends? All right, the attack against you, Scanlan. That is going to be a 17 versus AC. Yep. All right, this one is actually also physically growing in size as it comes towards you. It's getting hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you suffer 
All right. Round you always. 16 points of damage. That's such a bummer. As the war pick comes oh. slamming into your side, you can see it's coming, but you're just not fast okay, enough, and it hits you with your impact. You may have cracked the rib, you're not sure. Uh, the one that's coming up against you rolls, that is going to be a 17 versus armor class. <laughs> you see it and just duck out of the way as its, its war pick slams into the stone wall next to you with a horrible screeching stone sound. Uh, hi, hi, AC, Rogio. All right, that ends their turn. Tiberius, you're up. I'm looking in. I'm like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> I look at uh, where he made the crack in the in the armor. Where is that? Is that on the head? Uh, it's in the head area, right over here. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to uh, kind of motion towards the mind flayer and give a telepathic wink. It is on the ground. Yeah. I don't know. With my Are you like flirting okay. with it? All right. You make you make a telepathic wink. And uh, and uh, I'm going to cast telekinesis, and I'm going to pry open the metal. I'm not going to target the creature. I'm going to target the armor. The armor. And nice. interesting thought. Okay. Let's see if it. And uh, nice. what the 17 is the DC? Yes. This could be cool. All right. It fails. Um, so here's what happens uh, for the effect of this. Um, it suffers, I'm going to say it suffers about 2d6 points of damage from the tearing. Okay. So go ahead and roll that. Six damage. Okay, so six damage. However, you have effectively reduced its armor class by five. Yes! In doing so. Ooh! <laughs> um, and I'm going to uh, spend two more uh, sorcery points. I'm going to do a cooking spell again. And I'm going to uh, do uh, a... Um, I'm going to do a fireball. Right okay. in the hole. Go for it. And I'm going to use my meta magic wand to empower Fire the spell. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go yeah. for it. Uh, yeah. Sure. So many dice. It's crazy. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, that that hits. Yeah. I have a 19. Actually, yeah. I was about to say, does, does that crit? Does there a 19 crit? Or does no. No. Okay. No. No. Usually, almost almost. That's like a 20s only thing. crit, except for I think he has a uh, bonus ability. I, I Critical roll, by the way. Not in the new rules. Name of the show. Oh, not in the new rules. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's okay. You're 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 good, and you're a fighter, which means eventually you'll end up with four attacks per round anyway. I, so you're fine. Uh, I can't do that. Other I, I'm thing. looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Actually, okay, and then one. All right, David, what you got? Uh, where's Scaling your own deck, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I zap him. I zap him for one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, 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 no! I empowered it. Full, full. It's ten, get ten damage because I hit. Damage. All right, cool. Because I empowered the spell. That's right. All right, Ooh. so as you pull down with the ray, it streaks down across the ceiling portion of the building right into the kind of fleshy, exposed part of its armor. It now looks like it has this giant, jagged scar inside of its head where you can see muscle and sinew pulsing with each of its movements. You blast into it, you can see this dark and black portion of its uh, interior flesh is now charred and slight embers are beginning to percolate and uh, and burn on the outskirts of the impact wound. <clears throat> well done. You gonna stay where you are? Work. All right, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scanlon, what you got? Okay, I'm going to, I know he'll get a hit on me, but I'm gonna run away from the guy behind me, run straight at the general, and just open out my arms in an outstretched big hug, and I'm like, come here, big guy, come here, and I give him a big hug, and upon touching him, I cast banishment on him and send him to another dimension. Nice! 
All right. As you move, as you move away, uh, the Duragar is going to attempt to make uh, as a reaction to make an attack on you. Okay, it's all cool for Pike. Uh, That's going to be a thirteen versus armor class. Does not hit you. Without even, you just hear it coming as you're walking, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Under a war pick for its an advantage on its saving throw. What's the DC? DC? The DC on your spell? Well, uh, if I'm doing it through, through my order, yeah. cone, it's 19. Uh, I will say for this, you do not have it through your cone because you had your arms okay, open, you didn't right. specify. Oh, However, it still fails okay. its saving throw. Nice. The uh, the general, as you reach up, he has his war pick ready, peels back, pulls back its war pick as the flames <laughs> burst in, <laughs> and then <laughs> blinks out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> nice move. Oh, he's gone! Oh, where did he go? I don't know. <laughs> How long does it last, by the way? It, uh, it's, it's a concentration spell. <laughs> okay. It's a concentration All right. So, Scanlon Shorthawk, uh, playing Vegas, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Do I get a bonus? No. You did a bonus, actually. Okay, I'm just going to uh, sing a little ditty, you know, uh, to Pike, just to give her a little inspiration. And just do some pelvic thrusting. <laughs> a little... That's a flute, by the way. All right. There you go. Super that His electric flute gives you a D8 inspiration dice. So you can, you can add that to any attack roll, saving throws, or... <laughs> You're amazing. Sweet mix on your flute. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I forgot to drink my water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Keila. So upon seeing this big thing crash in, and I'm like, oh, I get really angry. But I just kind of analyze him, and I say okay, and then I go aggressive, and I turn into a rhinoceros. Yes. Okay, uh, I don't have a rhinoceros mini on me, so we'll use a bear for the time being, but we'll know it's a rhinoceros. Why don't you have a rhinoceros? Because I was not prepared for such things. Jesus, thing. way to slack off, Mercer. Hey, I'm going to I'm gonna order a rhinoceros now, okay? Are you happy? I'm going to go to uh, Toys R Us. All right, so you transform into a rhinoceros, now basically facing an armored beast with another armored beast. Uh-huh. Yes. Kaiju right. battle. Yeah. <laughs> what you got? What you doing? I'm charging him. Make the yell. Okay. Activity in the Beat down. Go in for the attack. The, this Duragard already uses reaction, so it can't attack you. So if he fails to save, I knock him over. Uh, uh, that's plus seven, so 19. 19 does hit. Awesome. Uh, does save, though. It's not knocked over. A strength save? Okay, but he... There's a big creature. He does, um, I do 2d8 of bludgeoning damage. Go for it. Plus five. Uh, seven, nine, 14 damage. 14 damage already. You have multi-attack or did you get the one hit? The charge? Well, not charge. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so the charge is one hit. Okay, but you slam into it, your horn gores. You can see, actually, you slam it into the side of the armor wound that Grog left and then Tiberius pried open. Part of it gets pulled back, and you see a little a squick splatter of some sort of bloody splash as you're starting to actually pull apart its interior. Um, the horn is jagged in there, and it managed to shrug it off the ass point. You, you do a significant gore to its side. Good All right. Uh, now it's oh, its turn. Okay. No, no, no that's right. Okay. All right. It. It's actually 15 damage. I always forget this. 15? There you go. Yeah, don't forget that. You need to remember I that. I just realized that. Look at it. 
All right. Uh, after taking the arrow wound and all everyone else attacking around it, it's going to try and get a different situation. It's going to jump. It what? rears back and leaps into the air. Oh, Jesus. Landing right on top oh, no! of Clorota no! and Stanley. Oh, no! Oh, no! He just jumped over Wait, to does he get a, do we get a... Do you guys all get attacks on it as it jumps oh, away. Do we all get attacks? Yes, you do. Do I? Uh, no, you do not. So we get advantage, right? No. Did no, he take me with? No, he didn't take you. Okay. No. Uh, no, actually, you are still in its hand, in its mouth. It carries you with it. Nineteen. Uh, okay, so nineteen, you hit. Twenty-four. Hit. Twenty-six. Hit. And uh, I two. Or no? no, that's the three of you. Yes, that's it. So all you guys just roll damage for a basic attack. Come on, kill him before he gets twenty-four. Well, I was right. So fourteen. Twenty-four damage. Um, 24 damage, damage, you said? 24 damage. Nice. Yeah. Was I close <laughs> enough to him to get an attack? No, you weren't, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Uh, 11. 11, already. And Dang, 17. 17. Yeah. All right. So, as it lands, uh, all of you guys have to make a strength or dex saving throw, your choice. Uh, for Percy, dex, uh, and Scanlan, and I'm rolling for Clorota. Clorota fails. <laughs> 20. It's okay, it's okay, Scarlet. It's okay, it's okay, you can do this. All right, don't destroy the Android. 20. 20, okay. He's coming back from the other dimension. I only rolled a 9. Okay. Uh, I hit the floor, or did you roll again? No, I used the one that rolled on the floor. All right, so you're fine. Clorota is not prone. Dungeon Master, does the roll on the floor count? What happened? I usually roll on the table. I usually like prefer roll. But it's oh. even worse. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That'll learn you. You guys are knocked prone onto the ground, and you all, you take 14 points of bludgeoning damage, plus 14 points of slashing damage. Mm-hmm. As it just lands on top of you. Yeah, so you can total 28 points of damage as it crushes you, and its claws sink into you. Clorota takes the same. Did it drag Percy through the I'll die. Yep. Yes, it did. Wow. Uh, my, arms are, my arms are still stuck in its mouth. Yeah, you're not knocked prone, but you do take 14 points of crushing damage as its mouth bites down on your arm again for free. That's fine. It's now going to make... Uh, it's going to actually release you, Percy. So you're you're there. Thank God, I might be a bit busted. It turns and makes a bite attack against Scanlan. As he does, I... Distract him. <laughs> <laughs> with my playing my charm as, as <laughs> That's the charm makes. cutting words yeah. reaction. Okay, so okay. as your reaction, go ahead and do that. So roll the D eight. <laughs> Six. Okay, uh, he rolled a twenty-seven. <laughs> Reduce it by seven. Rolled a nineteen. Damn it. So even with the reduction, it's not enough. You're on the ground. Uh, and uh, it, it, it sinks its teeth right into you. You take, uh, let's see. These games keep getting better. You take 41 points of piercing damage. Holy shit. No worries, I'm just at negative 36 now. <laughs> really? Yep. Okay. So, it's a good idea. Wait, the how did that happen? <laughs> he's unconscious. He's in bad shape. But yeah. we're gonna get him. Scanlan's looking rough. Scanlan is now being just thrashed around in the mouth of the creature. His, le- his limp arms and legs just woof, woof, woof in the air as it's kind of just 
running him around and across the air. Has to get uh, strings of gnome blood are being flung across the room. Oh, oh. oh he's so little, though. He's so little. Pike, your turn. Okay, so time for a mass uh, for a cure wound. So I guess uh, let's see. You Where can't even you? see him right now. Yeah, you're gonna if you want to, if you want to cure, cure wounds, you have to touch him. To I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. So Why are you what's your movement? Can I just go? He's over there. Yeah, he's right in the mouth of the. She's thing. twenty-five speed. Okay, so you can move five squares. Okay. Did you get that speed? How close can I get to yeah. him? I can't see the lines. Do you have, don't forget your boots, Pike! Oh, I have Sprinter's boots! Mm. I have Sprinter's boots. Mm. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to use my Sprinter's boots. Um, I can, uh, while you wear these boots, you can use a bonus action and click the boots' heels together. If you do, the boots double your walking speed for one minute. So, so you can move ten back. squares. Okay. It takes your bonus action. Okay, you can do that. so then, I can't, I'm so sorry, I can't see the squares. So if I can get ten... So you can go there. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There is a ledge there, and he's blocking the way up. So nine... Ten, make an acrobatics check to actually like jump and climb up onto the. Oh, oh my god! Nice. With disadvantage because you have blade armor. Right. Oh, but what about her? Roll again. What about roll again? Roll again. Disadvantage. You roll twice and take a lower. Five. Wait, wait, hold on. Can I can I cast guided strike, which adds ten to uh. When you make it. Hey, I, I gave you a dice. He's got it. I gave you a dice. Which means you're. Yeah, roll. Well, Ten. Total of ten? Yeah. That's exactly what you need. Oh, yes! That was the baseline. You run up, it takes all the strength and you can feel. You're going to be sore in the morning. All your muscles tense as you're pulling yourself okay. up. With all the inertia from the run, you parkour up to the top, land, Scalen's there, currently being flung around. You manage to reach up and grab him and get in a brief tug of war with the bu- with the bullet creature. Hey, get away from him, man! As you cast Cure Wounds, go ahead and... So you're asking wounds, so does that heal? No. Uh, as wounds, or just doing cure wounds? I'll just do cure wounds. Okay. Okay. So, that's so at, at what level are you don't using? Don't shit Cast whatever you can it's cast. One or multiple people. <laughs> can you can you do it at a higher level? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it at my highest level that I can cast, which is. Let's let's not cheap out on scam. Fifth level would be. Sorry guys. Better play it safe and give you one d eight. Remember when I brought you back from the dead? The ruler, my kiss healed you from that. Just throwing that out there. Which I think is eight. Yeah, so it's five d eight plus five. Five d eight plus five is how much you're healing him. You'll be all right. My spell attack bonus plus eight. You don't have to worry about the bonus. This you're just touching him. Five d eight plus five. Five d eight plus five is what you're healing him. Yes. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. That's three. Four. I think you did four times. Yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen. That's five. Three. No. Okay. Twenty-three. Plus yeah, five. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Uh, All right. So plus you five. That's that was plus five. That is plus five. <laughs> Are you still unconscious? I'm. Yes. But now I'm only negative eleven. <laughs> Wait. What? Yeah, he got. Yeah, yeah. I've taken almost a hundred points of damage. No, no, no. You're unconscious. <laughs> no, 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 I thought you were no how it works in this? This is a different. You have zero and stay there. Right? Yeah, you go zero and you stay there. You're now up to twenty-three. Yeah, you don't go below oh. zero. You hit zero and you're there, making rolls to see if you die. 
Yeah. You only oh. have three chances if you if you roll fail three times you die. And if something hits you while you're on, while you're unconscious, so now it's, now you're it's an automatic fail. Now you're twenty three. So now you're twenty three hit points. Hey, I feel great, guys. <laughs> you're still in its mouth, being shook around. Oh shit! <laughs> what is this ride? <laughs> this is crazy. All right, Pope. That's Pike. It's your turn. Okay, I can't do anything. Uh, going to get up. Come on, Pro. Show us what you got. Crow looks pretty rough. What you got, man? Uh, rears back. Come on, you got now. to bring that mental power and that Come arcane on. magic. Let's do it. Uh, taking a uh, okay, taking a cue from the opening you left. Uh, Clarota pulls back its hand. You see a familiar spark of bluish electrical energy as Clarota reaches forward, unleashing a torrent of electrical arcane energy forward into the form of a lightning bolt, blasting across the bow of this giant creature. Uh, let's see. Uh, does does not make it saving throw, so that's thirty two points of lightning damage. As the back of its armor is now seared, and you can see parts of its uh, armored flesh are kind of blackened and charred and slightly crimping. Um, Vax, you're up. Okay, uh, so I've got enough room to run up to its uh, anus, mm-hmm. which I'll do. And uh, it's got plenty of people around, so that means I can sneak attack him. Okay, as you rush past, before you attack, yeah. uh, this Durgar that was right by you, that has currently grown to a larger size, gets sure. a free swing at you. No thing, ain't no thing. Uh, that's going to be a 21 to hit. Okay, that hits. Alright. With its Warpike, it takes... Or deals... 14 points of damage to you. Who cares? I'm saving my gnome friend. Okay, All right. uh, here I go. Uh, 14 is a 25 to hit his butt. 25 hits. Okay. This is my keen dagger. A vorpal blade. Plus 7 is 9. That's just the 9. Where's the pencil? That's a pencil. And then we have my sneak attack damage, which is 6, 7, 10, 15, uh, 21, plus 9 is 30. All right, nice. To his butt. To the butt. Specifically to the butt. All right, as you rush up, you take a moment as it's thrashing about, and you can see what looks anatom- anatomy-wise to be probably where it expels whatever it eats. Little hole. Yeah, yeah right so in you there. you go ahead and just slash and eviscerate there. How you like me now? How you like me now? Even back there, it's heavily armored. It yep. takes, but you have to you carve through, and it. you've definitely left a lasting impression Pucker on up, this baby. bullet. Pucker up, Hashtag armored in. Hashtag armored in. Oh, what? Uh, oh, in the butt. With D&D in 2015, people. 2015. So that's the first attack, right? Do I get a right. second attack? The general also, by the way, appears as the concentration spell was lost, as you oh, were unconscious. I must have stopped concentrating <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> However, uh, it is right in front of... It's like, what the... This is now in his face. So, second attack. Second attack. Uh, 12 is 22. That hits. Okay. And that's a 4 plus 10, 10 points of fire base damage to the button. Mm-hmm. All right. That'll worry. Preparation age. How you want to do this? Like, I don't know if I want to do Fire damage. All righty. That brings us to his turn. The general's turn. Who now is there from the bullet? Sees it. Looks over and sees you. Kind of sitting there with your bloody hand. It's flaming. May still flaming. Swings back and goes for your head. That is a 23 versus armor class? Uh, yeah, it's gonna hit. Okay. You take... Uh, plus the fire damage. What are you at? Oof. 
I'm at thir- th- 39, I want to say. 39, well you take 31 points of damage. Alright. Uh, including the fire damage from the, the pike, it goes for its second attack against you. Oh! Uh, that's going to be a 22 for summer class. That's going to hit. That's a tank. One. You take... Oh, what the fire damage? That's going to be 21 points of damage. I'm out. Okay, Percy being pummeled and pummeled again uh, loses you your gun falls from your hand as you slump to the ground your eyes roll back unconsciousness and darkness dropping like flies taking you uh, that brings us to Grog me how tall is the thing tall I'd say it's probably about 20 feet tall 15-20 feet tall Can I climb up on its back? Uh, it's not your size It'd be Shit really, balls. really, really Tight pinning in there Then I would like to run up to its right side and flank it Over here? Yeah Alright, so you run around uh, Which you can do because you're a freaking barbarian <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go ahead You're making your attacks Go for it Three strikes against it 21 Hits 21 definitely hits uh, 16 oh, plus God. 8 hits. Definitely hits. And oh, natural 20! Does that mean I get an extra? Double damage, it means double no, damage. No, it means double, double damage. damage. Yeah. yeah. So first, first strike. Kill him, kill him, kill him! 5, 9, 9, 16. 16 damage? Yes. 10, 14, 20, 21. 21, thank you. All right. Stay in school, kids. No, stay on the table. This is the critical now. So double the dice roll. 20. 20, thank you. Add Come on, baby. 11, 4, 15, plus 7, straight. Oh, wait, no, you just no, would no. double. You double the dice and oh, then double add the modifier. Double the second one. Oh, double the second one. So that's 40 on the last one. Nice. Okay. So, so that's 61, 76. How do you want to do this, Krog? Oh, you killed him? Yes. How do you want to do this, Krog? I would like to chop down into the fleshy bit, and after I The fleshy slide... bit's on the opposite side, by the way, so you're, you're now at an unarmored side. However, it's still holding Scanlan in its mouth, shaking oh. him around. So, how do you oh. finish it? Can I, can I get to its mouth at all? Uh, I could say for the flavor of this, yeah, you yeah, managed to, to just barely make it over here. I would like to swing through and catch the corner of its mouth, open its mouth wide, and then I'd like to reach in and with my teeth pull its fucking tongue out of its head ah. and start crashing its side. <laughs> all right, so, so, first you rush up with your axe using all of the aggression. You take it and swing it. Barely leaving you with a shade. Oh. Uh, you gash the side of its mouth and draw this giant wound open. As it does, you actually snap and cut through the tendons that cl- clench the jaw, causing it to fall open and slack. Scanlan spills out of its mouth, hitting the ground with a dull thud. Uh, as its mouth is now open, it kind of rears back. You shake your head angrily as the froth is gathering at the corners of your mouth. You reach, uh, you drop your axe from one hand, grab the jaw, reach in, bite down its giant meaty tongue. Using your hand at the back of it, you pull and yank, and you feel all the muscle tearing and tensing before eventually it comes free, and it's now dangling about 25, 30 pounds of, ah. of liquid, <laughs> uh, very, very wet, black tongue meat. With your third attack, how do you finish it? <laughs> what do you do after you're biting its tongue in your mouth? That's what I'm asking. That's a good point. Um, it's looking really rough, but you still need to get that final death blow. What are you doing with this, Krog? Rip him apart. Brain him. Rip his- yeah, I'm going to King Kong his jaw. I'm going to take the broken part at the top of his head and just pull yep. it apart. Yep. Okay, so you drop your axe entirely. The tongue's still dangling from your mouth. 
You reach and put one foot up into the bottom of the jaw. Yep. Using your other hands, you push and push. You hear it crack and pull as it tenses and is trying to push down. It has no tension because the jaw was destroyed. You pull back and you hear a sickening snap as the armor plate buckles underneath where the neck joint would be on such a creature. Uh, you, its eyes kind of roll back for a second and it begins to slacken. As it does, you reach up with your fist and penetrate the bottom of where its brain would be with a sickening <laughs> sound. It goes entirely limp and collapses in the ground. And that's why you're on the team. Yeah. <laughs> and as it falls, I, the tongue that's hanging in my mouth, I look to one of the dwarves that's left and I go, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to end it there for the oh. next <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn, guys, well done. Thanks for listening to the Critical Role Podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of Vox Machina, you can catch us live on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. Is it Thursday yet? Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. <laughs>